Ford USA radio. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Tuesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIBA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call here this afternoon. Got a lot to get to, as always. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Don't forget, you can app us directly at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. I'm glad to be here with each and every one of you this afternoon. Sorry for the rerun yesterday, but... uh, you know, my son had basketball practice, and uh, I'm the coach of his team. So I wanted to make sure uh, all that stuff was uh, raring to go for him. And uh, turned out we didn't have practice yesterday. So anyway, just doing my very best just to get as involved as I can with my kids and, you know, what they're doing. And as they're growing up, you don't get a second chance at uh, all of that. So that's also all very important. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about Virgin Galactic a little bit later. Uh, we're going to talk about the gubernatorial races. want to give you guys all a refresher on what happened uh, with the goings-on over the weekend. And, of course, you know, there's going to be talk about COVID. Uh, Here we are, you know, finding ourselves this far away, and Dowd will be joining us uh, momentarily, maybe in the next half hour or so. But I got to say, given where we've been with COVID, we continue to just go down this, you know, ridiculous, I don't know how even to characterize. Nobody knows. We're all tired of it. It's just we're, we're done. And then, you know, I ran for mayor, wanted to make sure that, letting people know. I think one of the things that I ran on and that I was telling people, I was telling people about the fact that we would not have any sort of lockdowns, mandatory uh, vaccine or anything like that. And, you know, Tim Keller just waits for sort of a lull and everything that's happening. And then we had these increased number of hospitalization. See, can we uh, get through? I think we are. Are we getting through on, uh, on Kiva? Uh, somebody text me back. Let me know that uh, you guys are uh, able to hear us uh, out in the Kiva uh, out there. It looks like uh, all systems are go. I just want to make sure that uh, you guys can hear us. Yep, yep. It looks like you can hear us. I was, I'm getting texts that you can't hear us on 1600 for some reason. Uh, make sure you can hear us on 1600. Will somebody uh, let me know? Because I'm flying blind. Normally I have somebody in here who can let me know uh, exactly what's happening. Let's see if we can. My gosh. Not one thing, it's another. It's not the board, it's something else. Yep, we are, uh, we're not broadcasting on there. We're going to run to a quick break, bring it back in uh, three minutes. Not sure exactly what's happening. If it went out, back in, back in three minutes. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. All right, 
we're back. 408, I uh, just got a phone or a text message saying that I wasn't on. And when I don't have anybody else here, it's just me. Uh, everybody else can hear me. So uh, I'm not sure exactly what was happening there. But uh, here I am. I'm back and we're uh, ready. to go. Okay, so let me get back to the point that I was making with regard to Tim Keller and the promises that I made as uh, your mayoral candidate that we weren't going to have these lockdowns. And we have the increased number of hospitalizations, I think, to the max that we've had them, I think, in the country, right? There's never been more hospitalizations than there are right now. So um, I, I will say that um, the politicians will continue to leverage this to go ahead and create the environment that they're going to do. And they, where's the easiest place to do it? Well, within, you know, the government uh, itself, city, county, you know, state. So let's just go to city. And right now the county is, is down because of a quote unquote cyber attack. I can't find any more information. If you wanted to do a property lookup or if you wanted to, you know, see if you can go and access any sort of services. The only place that's open is the bottom floor. The rest of the building isn't open. I mean, what a hell of a way to start the year. And these are people who need to go ahead and be at work, you know, getting into the regular day. You know, we've got so used to not going to work, right? It's kind of this thing where people are looking for excuses. I know that right now at certain places here in town, people are arguing that, hey, I don't want to go back to work uh, over at, uh, because next week it, or next Monday is Martin Luther King Day. I mean, let's get past ourselves with all of this uh, ridiculousness. It just, it continues. It's time to just get our asses uh, back to work. So let's talk about the city of Albuquerque. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, lift this from KRQE today. And uh, Mayor Tim Keller provided an update on the city's response to COVID-19 virus on the news conference this morning. The city is preparing for a January 21st, 2022 deadline. Now, they're not listening to you guys on the right, right? They're not listening to us in the Kiva. They're not listening to the people who are deciding, hey, we're not going to vote. We're not going to vax. We don't need to vax. The only thing that they're listening is to themselves. The left and the Democrats and the people who are the bureaucrats are caught up in this echo chamber. I go to Sprouts all the time or I go to anywhere. I don't wear a mask. I walk directly in these places. I don't wear a mask. And nobody tells me anything. Most stores that I uh, go to, they're not going to say, hey, you, you need to put on the mask because this has already run its course. People don't think the masks work. They've heard enough of the you know, other side of the opinion. A lot of people aren't being forced to get vaxxed. They're saying, okay, well, there's people falling over. You had Bob Saget, uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, who died just two nights ago after we learned uh, that he had just got and was bragging about uh, getting the booster shot because he wanted to go out and make people laugh out on the comedy circuit, dies in his bed at a Ritz-Carlton in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, because he doesn't want to get the, the the vaccine. We are now knowing that most of the people who are vaccinated against with the latest booster shots are, are getting Omicron. In fact, they're more prone to it. So this is just the information that's easily available almost anywhere. We don't have to get excited about it. We don't have to prove our point. We don't have to do any of these things. We simply just need to go ahead and say, you know, to ourselves, you know what, we knew that we were right all along, and I'm glad that I didn't get the vax in the first place. So this is when the left and Mayor Tim Keller and Lujan Grisham want to go ahead and turn on the heat. And that's exactly what they're doing. And they're doing it at, at, at the city uh, 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 conference. So here it is. Mayor Tim Keller provided an update on the city's response to the COVID-19 virus. The city is now preparing for that 21st of January deadline that will mandate all city employees to be fully vaccinated against, let's triple underline, bold, italicize, against COVID-19. Can we honestly say 
that the people who receive the booster or get the vaccination are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 if they're getting COVID-19 now, Omicron variant or the next one that's coming. We can't. This is foolish. This is bad leadership, Tim Keller. You're wrong for advocating this on behalf of your city of Albuquerque employees. And for what reason are you doing it? Now, we know that when the vaccines are inserted into people that they're, you know, they're dead specimens is what they're called. So help me understand, please, as a policy standpoint, when you know that more people after getting the boosters are more prone to get the Omicron variant, the people who are unvaccinated again, why you would mandate something like this. Worse yet, why would you increase the cost of doing your normal day-to-day business? You see, they've got themselves caught up in this situation where they've got to chase and make their own truth. Because if they don't get vaccinated, you're going to be weekly testing for the virus under federal OSHA requirements. Now, remember, this is still outstanding. This has yet to be followed through on. OSHA didn't follow through. They, they took a step back. They said, no, no, we're not going to do it. And this is just easy stuff, you know, to assess and say, yeah, this is not a really good thing. But again, you have the major news organizations, 4713. All these people have been boosted and shot and vaccinated. Do you think maybe these people just don't want to be wrong? That they're upset that they got the shot, so they want to make sure that you get the shot? Isn't there an element of that in there? There's 6,000 employees, 6,000 employees. Now, this is uh, a federal mandate. What do we know about Joe Biden? Not very popular. The mandate doesn't hold up. It's getting challenged right now in Supreme Court. What else do we know? We also know that just a few days ago, back on the 4th, or excuse me, of the 5th of, of January, what did we learn? We learned something very easy, that the Supreme Court and that decision that was left outstanding that Sandia National Labs was not going to force their mandatory vaccination. If anybody's going to do something federal, wouldn't it be something that's a federal contractor or a federal agency in the Department of Energy and Sandia National Labs? Of course. It makes all the sense of the world, right? It just It's easy. Yeah, they don't want to do it, so why would the city of Albuquerque do it? But the city of Albuquerque is going to mandate it nonetheless. So here's the Supreme Court challenge. We'll go to this very quickly, okay? Supreme Court's conservative majority appeared skeptical Friday of Biden administration's authority, this is from the AP, to impose a vaccine or testing requirement on the nation's large employers. City of Albuquerque has got to be the top five large employers here in the, in, in the, in the state. 6,000 employees, that's a lot, maybe top 10. Going to go. The court was also hearing arguments on a separate vaccine mandate for most healthcare workers. The arguments in the two cases come at a time of spiking coronavirus cases. No one's debating the efficacy of these mandates, meaning what is the latest booster in vaccine that's coming out and say, is it actually effective? No, it's not effective. We know that it's not effective. Seven justices, all wearing masks for the first time while hearing arguments reflected the new phase of the pandemic. It states, Sotomayor, we know that she lied. A diabetic since childhood didn't even appear in the courtroom. Oh my God, I'm so scared. She was manufacturing data. And I think that last, phrase right there is exactly what we should reiterate with the Democrats. They're manufacturing data. They're manufacturing fear. They're manufacturing justifiable mandates that are still being challenged in the United States Supreme Court. So if there's no outcome on this, why is Tim Keller, why is Michelle Lujan Grisham so hasty 
and addressing this and forcing this to happen because this is a big deal, right? This is the big deal. This is signaling that, hey, it's not safe to go to work, but we want you to come to work anyway. I know that there's certain corporations right now, very interesting that, interestingly enough, I should say, that, that, are, that are happening right now that are saying, okay, you can't work even from home, even though you're working remotely, if you aren't vaccinated. Isn't that a curious thing? That's very curious to me. Why do you care if I'm vaccinated if I'm remote working? How do you force people in their homes to forcibly be vaccinated? Well, you threaten them. You threaten them with what? Their jobs. And you say, okay, well, how do these people not get federal uh, state relief if they're unemployed uh, uh, according to a healthcare decision? So back to Tim Keller. Keller said this morning, the distinction is really driven by the OSHA ruling. And so we'll see if the Supreme Court changes that. But we'll also have a state ruling. What did Tim Keller just tell you? He's following Michelle Lujan Grisham. He's going to go states' rights, and he is going to leverage the powers at his own level to do it the most that he possibly can to make sure that this edict is pushed through. Classic despot, classic di dictator, classic uh, leftist uh, uh, governorship, right? Uh, rulership and governorship overall in the state and the city. This is pursuant to the federal state requirements, so there's no flexibility with respect to those requirements. Uh, actually, Keller, there is uh, plenty of flexibility. And that the fact that we still have to wait for the court to go ahead and drop its case and say, well, yeah, you can go ahead and mandate. We're not going to challenge you. And these mandates are justifiable. Here's what's at the crux of this, okay? And I'll, I'll finish with this. There's three states who have never lifted their emergency youth authorization. New Mexico just happens to be one of them. What Tim Keller's actually referring to is there's three Petri dishes, okay? Hawaii has never lifted their emergency use. New Mexico has never lifted its emergency use. And due to that, they can do whatever they want. They can abuse their power. They can force you, employers, uh, companies, and then the employees, if you're 100 or more, or this is the uh, a state direct, uh, this is the state rule on this, and you must follow this. Notice I didn't say law, because these aren't laws, okay? This is a directive issued by a governor who has proved herself one of the most ineffective governors during the pandemic since March 13th of 2020. Coach said Tuesday, the city is working to contact contract for a city employee testing center. What's he spending his additional money on testing for what reason? Is it helping us? Of course not. You know that I know that even Tim Keller knows that, but despite that, they're going to leverage everything they possibly can to make you do what they want. 550-5500. One call that we're going to cut to break. Call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, hello. I can hear you on 1600 AM. Oh, thank you. I, my... I, I got, I appreciate and... that. Uh, someone texted in and said they couldn't hear me. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to check, check out what that's all about. I appreciate you calling in. I want to, I wanted to tell you when you were running for mayor, uh -huh. uh, nobody knew who you were. In the senior center where I go, and they said, Eddie Aragon, who's he? So you should come to the senior center sometime. Well, I'm not running, for, any, I'm not running for anything, and you can just tell <laughs> no, them to but, go ahead and you can tell them to go ahead and listen, and that's fine. I don't mind. There's lots of people who don't know who I am. But with 45%. Yeah, but, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. But, but can I say something? Uh, you would be surprised, even though you are against the mandate for the vaccines, how many people do believe in it. That's what I mean. No, if I you came to no, my scene, no, I wouldn't. Base, I wouldn't. I'm not trying to uh, argue with you, but I wouldn't be surprised. I, I realize how many ignorant 
uninformed people. I mean, not only are they uninformed about the VAX mandates, but they didn't know one of the three candidates who was running for mayor of the city of Albuquerque. That's on them, not on me. I mean, you get the city you deserve based upon your your desire to inform yourself about the choices that are on the ballot. That's not my fault. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, but these people, like, you know, when I asked somebody, I said, but you took the vaccine, you can still get sick with COVID. And a lot of them go, no, at least you won't wind up in the hospital. And they're taking all of them. So you have to know the people you're against. Before. I, I can't, yeah, I understand that. But, it, you know, it's not for me to go ahead and convince every single person. I can only put the information out there. I'm one man with a radio station at the end of the AM dial talking about what we talk about every single day. I'm not surprised to see that. But there are people who are knowingly ignorant and want to be, and they want to go ahead and run with that. I mean, I've been called every name that there is. I provide the information. And who's still standing and who's still been saying the truthful things right from the very beginning? That would be me. <laughs> so who's, who's yeah, but proven? Why can't, but was New Mexico, did they challenge the governor and the United States Supreme Court with the data from the mandates and the lockdowns. I never hear about this going viral. It's only in this state. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I would just like take a step back or two. I understand you're a little bit emotional about it and I agree with your emotions. I'm right there with you, um, but none of that stuff is happening. You know, there's people right now who are complaining and saying we need a new mayor. I'm like, well, you had a, a very perfectly capable one in, in doing so. And you wouldn't be having to deal with this had you elected the right person. So yeah, I mean, but but the thing is, there's a no lot bot. of people you there don't know no, how many people there really is no like bot. Tim Keller. There, there, I I hear them. Yeah, but you're doing a very good job. Take, okay, but just take it up with him. Just take it up with them. If if I don't need to know how many people, I'm on a radio station that broadcasts broadly and uh, gives as much information as they possibly can. I can't go and see every single person and you know get people to believe these things because they're being bombarded by media 10 to one. Um, like I said, my program is on from four to seven. I can control right. it. No, I, I listen and I, I you know, know you, I listen I, I, most I, of the time and you do make a lot of sense, but I have one question for you about the whole COVID thing. What's the difference between good old fashioned pneumonia and COVID pneumonia? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I mean, I, I, I think it's the same. People died from pneumonia, right? Are you a healthcare provider? No, I'm not. Okay, but well, I, I don't, mean, I I don't know, know that either one of us. I, I now don't I'm going to have allergies, right? Juniper's coming and mulberry and elm. I'm going to be sick with allergies from February no, all you're the not. way to June. No, you see, this is what you're, you're sort of, you're sort of you're programming yourself uh, for. No, I'm certain... not programming yeah, are, myself actually. because I'll be sneezing. And when I sneeze, somebody came over to me and said, hello. And they I sneezed and they said, oh, and they ran I, away. You know what? You're, I mean, uh, let me, can I slow you down for a sec? Can I help you? Please? Do you mind? You're, you're, you you're talking. help me? Yeah, you're talking so much. And it's like you, do, you don't hear anything that you're saying. If you know that yes, you're. I do. Let me know when I can talk. Talk. Thank you. Appreciate it. It is my program, by the way. And thanks for calling. Uh, so if you know that you're going to sneeze and you have certain allergies to certain types of things, well, can't you prepare yourself since now to go ahead? Isn't it your responsibility? I mean, your health, your responsibility. No, you're acting. Oh, I'm sorry. I do. I've had allergies all my life since I was a child. Good. I and mean, you must have gotten very, very good at dealing with it. So good for you. So I, I hope that you take care of yourself. I you don't. Can, wow. You know what? I'm not your doctor. And there's nothing I need to do to, do to deal with this. 
You like complaining. I mean, you There's you a lot of people. Ar- you don't have to be arrogant about it. I'm just. I'm not arrogant about it. I'm. You're not. I'm nice enough to have. Oh my gosh, I, I'm nice enough to have given her her time. So. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of people out there. Let me just say this to kind of wrap it up. And that was a very annoying phone call. This is why I don't like taking phone calls. The phone blows up when we start and there's certain people that just want to be heard. There are people who come out, they want to say things. It doesn't help to complain about stuff. It doesn't help if I just come out here and complain all day about something. Nobody wants to hear. You don't want to listen to it. Honestly, do we want to hear someone? And if she knows that she's had allergies all her life, Well, by now, she probably has gotten pretty good at taking care of what those allergies are. And if she hasn't, then she should have seen a physician a long time. Her problems and her issues are not our responsibility. Whatever you're dealing with at home, if it's the first time and it's sudden and it's on, you know, we've done everything we can. I buy as much lung support, OSHA, oregano oil, and I make sure that I take my vitamins and I work out. And I am absolutely, I'm today, by the way, you guys might want to congratulate me. Um, you know, I am, uh, down 30, 30 pounds, 32 pounds to be exact since I've started, uh, since the end of the mayor's race, my health is my responsibility. Uh, the amount of alcohol I drink, uh, the amount of sleep I get, the amount of water I take in the things that I do, when is health going to be an individual's responsibility? Why should you have to go to a grocery store and someone's like, well, I've got my mask. I took all my meds. I'm vaccinated and all that. And they're worried about you because you don't have a mask on or you decided to not obey their rules or whatever. If they're so, you know, well-kept and guarded and they're running around in a beehive suit to protect themselves, then why is that? Why are you the, the person who's the perpetrator? If the unvaccinated are less likely to get Omicron, how does that, like, it seems to me that there's a lot of uh, envy going on. These people are envious because they're not strong. There I said it. They're envious because they're not strong. They don't have strength of mind. They don't have strength of body. We know that the COVID infects people over the age of 70. We know that it infects people who are obese. It's not our problem. Truly, when I say it's not our problem, it's the people who are more susceptible once they're infected. The idea for the vaccination isn't to prevent, isn't to prevent you from getting sick or even sicker, which is what the people at the senior center, I guess, are advocating, according to the caller who called in, who wasn't even kind enough to leave her name. What what it is, is these people are upset because they got a vaccination and they're more prone to get the coronavirus than you are right now. That's, That's the problem. And in the midst of this Supreme Court decision that has yet to be uh, solved, I can tell you right then and there, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You guys would have done a lot better if I was your mayor because we wouldn't even be talking about COVID right now. We'd be talking about, I mean, how can we be more like Nebraska, Utah, Texas, Arizona? How can we be more like these places and be open for business and ready to run and, you know, start living our lives again? But no, you know, 22 is the same as 20 and, and, you know, 2022 is, you know, 2022, right? T-O-O. It really is the same thing. It's just, it's it's a sickness of the mind, folks, okay? People are as happy as they uh, think that they are. People are pretty much as healthy as they want to be and as much as they take care of them. When are we going to start talking about personal responsibility? If I'm somehow responsible for this woman and if she feels like, well, I've been dealing with this and these allergies and why aren't we doing this? It's not the government's responsibility to solve your healthcare problems. They're not going to prevent you from smoking, drinking, sticking more Cheetos in your mouth. 
It's not their responsibility. In fact, I would go so far as to say is they shouldn't even have to put nutritional labels on packaging. Why? Because if you were interested in the nutritional labels of packaging, there's the internet and they can tell you, and then you guys can figure out where you want to go ahead and buy your food from. You can put out whatever you want and the, and somebody has the ability to sell something so long as you have the ability to buy it. I mean, if we're running fentanyl test strips at this point, and please stop me if I'm not making sense to any one of you, if we're running fentanyl test strips, do we really care about the healthcare of the state of New Mexico? I think the answer is a resounding no. 550-5500, that's 550-5500 right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, It's a good day, everybody. We're going to take a four-minute break. Hopefully, uh, Dowd will be able to make it uh, here into the Kiva. And uh, we always uh, love the fact that you guys download our apps and, you know, get the information out on our wonderful radio station, which you can watch on Roku, Amazon Fire, and rockoftalk.tv. Thanks, everybody, for listening. 4.30, back and forth. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. Memory Revitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Maintaining your cutting edge essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Friends ask me what my recommendations are. I just say theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, it's great for locals. Awesome weekly deals too. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, breakfast, not theplaceilike.com. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. At Revelco of New Mexico, we believe no vehicle should be stolen, period. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device is unlike any other. Visit RevelcoNM.com and find out how. Visit RevelcoNM.com and find out how. I need something sweet. Chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Back in 1967 in London town, and uh, we finally have uh, G. Dowd Muska joining us for the festivities. You know, one more reaction uh, to that, you know, very negative nanny caller who's 
calling it. Oh, people listen to you all the time, and nobody knows who you are. Like, there was like three or four different things she wanted to like get off her chest. Like it was my responsibility. It's not. People don't know the radio station. I I can't do anything. What do you want me to do about that? It's not my fault. If they didn't want to inform themselves, so people don't even know who you are. Like, I'm, well, am I really that worried about it? You know, I hear every day, folks. I had 45% negative, uh, name recognition, which isn't that great. And I managed to get nearly 20% in the, in the, so literally every other person voted for me who knew of me. Actually, more <laughs> than that. Point. Like, yeah. when, you, when you really look at this stuff, it just makes you feel good about the type of race that you ran. And I got in in 13 days and then we did all this kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm fine to just keep building what we're building here. I really am. I'm, I'm totally fine to keep doing it. And, and I do think that there are people who just like to complain. Yes. They get up in the morning. It's like you had a chance to change your city. You're complaining about what you have. Well, you had a whole chance to do something about it and you did nothing. And you can't say that you don't want mayor Keller because that's exactly who you got. There's nothing, there's no other discussion. That's it. End of discussion. Dedad Muska, how are you, sir? What do they say about better to light a candle than curse the darkness, Mr. Aragon? Yeah, you know, that's all we'll keep doing. And uh, we <laughs> love being here. We love doing the show. Sorry we missed out yesterday. Did have a uh, juego de basketball uh, that was uh, out there, but uh, not a surprise here from Mayor Tim Keller. Uh, no. and not a surprise uh, whatsoever. Uh, this is just low hanging fruit, expected uh, uh, same type of politics. That we will always uh, continue to get. I do want to talk about a, a really horrible story down in Hobbs, and no doubt you guys are all telling it uh, to each other. You don't have a water cooler anymore. You guys are just talking about it on Zoom when your uh, boss allows you to talk, and they probably don't want you to talk about this. But I think this speaks to the uh, depravity of, like, like we made a joke. I was listening to yesterday's uh, show while I was, you know, driving around. And it was disgusting because, you know, I could easily have made the joke about uh, the fact that there was a shotgun to the head of a child. And I was listening to that from Murder Mike. I'm like, did we just say that? And it was like, of course, it's New Mexico. We expect those types of things. You know, we had a beheading behind a Walmart. We just have some really, really, you know, heinous crimes. But the worst of them, the worst of them is the, the crime down south in, in Hobbs, New Mexico. I'm not sure why we have, yes, we're going to talk about the sad baby story. Absolutely, we are. Uh, we, I think the, the problem is, is I think we continue to pretend everything is totally fine here. Doubt, I think you'd agree with that. We don't address oh, yeah. enough of these hard issues. If it makes it difficult, uh, you know, radio for you to listen to, I think we would be ignoring our responsibility here. Uh, we haven't even got to the corruption of, you know, what's going on with our politicians and that is certainly is something that's endemic uh, to everything else. But let me, let's, let's go over these details and I'd love to get your feedback on this because uh, I am not that surprised that this happened. And if you watch the video, you cannot, I always tell my kids, what you see, you cannot unsee, right? And once you see this, it's, it's over for you. You'll never be able to, to think about children same way again. 18-year-old Alexis Avila. It's not attempted murder. In my opinion, any crime that maims a child under the age of three, I think at that point, just, just given the very nature of it, like you can never be a good human being. 
generally what happens in most of these cases, Alexis will likely commit suicide. I'm just saying the stats are there. Drug abuse to suicide, she'll never be able to forgive herself. Okay. We're not going to go ahead and uh, I think one of the things that we shouldn't do is forgive the mother in any of this. I think there's way too much understanding for, well, she was going through a lot of stuff and she didn't know what to do. And if we would have only had more government resources and I could probably think about a hundred different things that she could have done without even having to use the government. Indeed. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. Like, like we got to stop giving these people these moral relativistic, you know, um, outs where they can say a, a basically whatever they want to sort of validate their pain. Well, did anybody think of the child? Interim police chief August Fawn says he never seen anything like this during his time in law enforcement. Yeah, nobody has. This woman should be made an example of, and she is just along. If she's old enough to have sex, old enough to do drugs, uh, she's old enough to get tried for murder in this particular case. We don't know what's going to happen with this child. The time of the warrant was signed by the judge, and the judge signed a $10,000 unsecured bond appearance. And at that time, point, she was released about an hour later. That tells you that this is the one and only New Mexico. The woman who dumped her baby into a trash can was released on bond. Now, who do we fault? Do we fault the mother? Do we fault law enforcement? Do we fault the judicial system? I blame you. I blame every single voter out there who decided that, well, this is okay. They've got this sob story and this poor Alexis, there's going to be many like her. And, you know, not everybody grows up with the same opportunities as you do, Eddie. Oh, is that really, is that what, have, uh, what allowed Alexis? If maybe she had a little bit more opportunity in life, she wouldn't have dumped her baby into a trash bin. Criminal complaint says, I'll be like, claim she didn't know she was pregnant. Okay, well, she brought it to term, had a baby. She went in for stomach pain last Thursday, gave birth in her bathroom. Are you really going to believe this crap? Look at the look on this woman's face. She doesn't seem to be the least bit upset. All of five foot six, five foot seven. I guarantee this woman knew, knew she was pregnant. How could she not? But you miss nine periods and your stomach's growing and all of a sudden you can't tell me you don't know you're pregnant? Are you that stupid? Is this a failure of the public school system? Failure of sex education? All the teachers, her family? Like how many people, honestly, can we arrest for this baby being thrown in a trash can? Because I believe that at this point, since no one's responsible, everyone's responsible. Right? A friend to everyone is truly a friend to no one. We are at that point, and I'm going to use the metaphor here, and I think this is uh, almost apropos for this situation. We've been just throwing out the baby with the bathwater, haven't we? I believe the entire state of New Mexico has blood on its hands in this. This is on you. This is a disgusting, decrepit state that would allow 
a woman who threw her baby into a trash can out an hour later. And anybody who has ever been in touch with this woman is equally responsible along with this woman for the insolent, inane stupidity that she illustrated in the one gift that she has been given over every man, the ability to bring a life into this world, and she discarded it. I'm not passing judgment on her. That's not mine to have. But I can tell you the judgment that's going to come across her will be unforgivable because she won't be able to forgive herself. When she finally comes to grips, when she's not high or stupid, or she isn't blasting TikTok and the rest of the media crap that's going through her brain that somehow has become more important to her, probably. This baby spent six hours in a dumpster. A baby boy in a towel, in a trash bag. Drove around before throwing the baby in a dumpster where it spent six hours, New Mexico, Hobbs, Albuquerque. They thought it was a kitten when they picked up the bag. For the rest of their lives, the three people who picked up the baby out of that trash can will never be the same. And I think it's important that this woman who threw it into the trash can is never the same as well. You guys ever heard of uh, prison justice? There's a lot of it going around. They find out you're a pedophile. I myself was a victim as, as a kid. I think that is so prevalent out there. Many of these kids didn't have the ability to kind of cope with all that kind of stuff. You know what they happen? Well, you know what happens when they find out that someone's thrown in jail for pedophilia? Yeah. Maybe the same thing should happen to Alexis Avila once she goes to jail. But guess what, New Mexico? She never will. Because the flaming liberal 57 uh, uh, gender neutral leftist nut jobs out there are going to make sure she's going to get the hugs and the love and the resources that she needs. If she's in one, if she's within one mile of that child in its lifetime, I hold every single person that's even around her also responsible. You know, this is biblical. I want you to understand, like, these are the types of things that were written about in the Bible. And it became a curse on the soil, on the land. It became a curse on the people, on the city. Victoria Martin's lost her life, 10 years of age, cut up in a bathtub. She didn't know that she'd be spending her 10th birthday cut up, lit on fire, burned, after she was raped by at least three people on her 10th birthday, traded for drugs. And they delay that trial and the mother stepping out. This is case in point. Number one, and this may not be biblical, and this may not be forgiving, but this is the reason why you reinstall capital punishment in the state of New Mexico. As your governor 
as your mayor, as anything, if I were to ever get elected to that, that would be at the very top of my list. Mark that down, take it, double underline it, capitalize it, because there is no consequences in a state that has a city known as truth or consequences. It's all lies, and there is no consequences here in this state. Ironically named. This woman deserves the very worst things that could happen to a human being because that's the way she treated a woman, a, a, a baby boy, six hours, that went into the trash. Surveillance video captures the scene as a woman pulls the baby from the trash can. The woman then tries to comfort the baby who can be heard in the 911 call. Police are seen arriving at the scene. Replay that enough in your mind, you won't even be able to deal with the rest of your day. The video of her has gone viral on the internet, sparking outrage across the community. How about across the damn country saying New Mexico is a terrible place to live? My God, they must hate human beings there. They don't stop drug trafficking. They never invaded and took back Zorro Ranch. Think about that. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? I mean, this is all related. I can just keep drawing these things out. This is all related. We like our pedophiles. In fact, I believe uh, one Virginia guy uh, was running on that. I think he was a Virginia politician who's uh, literally, uh, you know, stated that he was a pedophile and that, that that should be justified. Any crime against children should be capital punishment. Five fifty fifty five hundred. Call a year in the Kiva. Go ahead. Isn't that something? Go ahead, caller. You're there. Hey, Eddie. Um, I got something for you to think about here. I don't have any proof of this concept, this theory of mine, but uh, you know, you're you're going from the standpoint of New Mexicans elected. Yes. What we're dealing with here, absolutely, 50, absolutely, fifty-one yep. to forty-nine percent majority. No, it's not fifty-one you know? forty-nine. It's it's we love our Democrats sixty-five thirty-five. Check out the House. Check out the Senate. All right. Well, here's here's my proposal to you. What if this whole Thing is is not nearly as as liberal as as we all think it is. Maybe ten percent of the population really believe that way, and they've just infiltrated this country state by state, affected the election systems, and that's what we're actually dealing with. We're actually dealing with a takeover from ten percent of the population pushing and stealing elections and and putting their people in power to push this stuff that we none of us, the ninety percent of us of this country, don't really want. How do you explain the previous 90 years here in this state then with the Democrat domination? Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know about that. I'd say the last 20 years, they probably have had Dominion machines. It's not a takeover. The corruption is, is, is uh, intrinsic within every hall and corridor of power. I mean, you think about the governor. You think about her reputation, Bill Richardson. Uh, you think about uh, the fact that you know Hunter Biden was on that board. Uh, with Bill Richardson over at BGK, first job that he took after that. You see the Chinese pictures uh, with Hunter Biden. I mean, this is where this stuff just grows and grows. This is where people come to hide out 
And, uh, you know, this is where they used to send the paraclete uh, priests uh, from across the country. You know, I don't know if you guys ever, what's the name of that, uh, that movie uh, about the Boston Globe uh, doubt? Oh, Spotlight. Spotlight. So if you watch that movie, I mean, this is where they come to send the very worst. And, you know, there's a, a priest, uh, you know, who happened to die before, you know, justice was ever served. I mean, there's been so many examples. The archdiocese has blood on their hands with a lot of this stuff. You know, the, the archdiocese and the Catholic church in this state is disgusting. Just absolutely disgusting top to bottom. I mean, I, I can't think of anything. Look at, look at Father Chavez. Look at the disgusting uh, priest uh, that he is over at, at uh, St. Therese. So, you know, uh, you know, and I know more than I'm even letting on uh, with, with even that. Uh, he shut down the legacy church game versus St. Therese uh, because all the kids weren't wearing all the masks. I talked about that on my uh, Instagram page. But, you know, long story short, uh, here's all I can tell you. Uh, you know, if you think a majority of the people in this state that was founded on the, the blood of Jesus Christ, who was establishing churches, you know, breaking bread, starting families, if you think that that's a majority, you're living in a dreamland, bud. It isn't like that whatsoever. You know, we're sort of the canary in the coal mine here at this point, and we're letting you know what's happening, and uh, we're trying to help turn it around. But I don't know that there's enough will to do it. There's so much bad news that's just burying us. Uh, you know, where do we come out of this? And I think that's the question well, for each and every one of us. They've been infiltrating all the power systems for years. They've got, uh, you know, the election board is run by infiltrated people. Mm. Uh, I, I don't doubt that this is going on. The, the election stealing has been going on for 20 years at least. and Sure, you know things have been declining in society, but it's partially because these people in power are changing. They're changing what they're, uh, what we're forced to teach our kids and, and the attitude. So, well, I, I hear where, like, like I said, I hear where you're coming from. I mean, I do, but this is pretty ingrained. I mean, even the Republican Party is uh, infiltrated with a number of Democrats who are running it. You know, they're they're pointing uh, out the very things that they themselves are doing in an attempt to project. And hide what they're doing. You know, the very same, uh, you know, in the Republican Party, we had a gathering this weekend and all the very people who didn't support me, Dowd, you'll love this. I haven't had a chance to even download with you. <laughs> it won't surprise me, I bet. Who are Republicans who are supporting Manny Gonzalez, you know, who's a Democrat during this time. Now they're pointing at other soft Republicans during a time where they're trying to bring people together and pointing to them that they're not Republican enough when these were people who, you know, uh, stated that I was a protest candidate. And these are these are the executive committee that are running the Bernalillo County party. And essentially they are Democrats because this is classic uh, as uh, Dr. Summers has a, uh, a word for it, Schamstadt, you know, that uh, thank you for calling in, by the way. He has, uh, well, Eddie, he has, if I can, if I can sure. agree with both of you, if it's possible, I'll agree with yeah. the caller and I'll agree with you. I do think that New Mexico is in a class by itself. It is. Um, yep. Nationally though, you know, nationally, and this is the, I'm just looking at the Gallup numbers right now. This is the polling from 2020. Um, and, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, so this is polling from 2020. We don't have the whole year polling on 2021. Uh, conservatives remained the dominant ideology in America at 36%. Moderates were 35%. Liberals only comprised 25% of the people who would self-identify in terms of their ideology. And I think where the caller is, is right, although I don't think he said it, is that the victory is won by the people who show up and people on the right. I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but you know, in this country, they don't, live and breathe politics and policy the way people on the left do. And of course, right. you know, I'm hated for it. I'm fired for it. 
because I don't think that re that the Republican Party is the mechanism to fix these problems. What the left understood and why yep. and, and why it has the power it does now is, and I'll use the word the caller said, and he's absolutely right, infiltration across mm -hmm. the board, exactly. academia, entertainment yep. media, news media, schools. And they understood they understood that, that yes, they, they needed to be prominent in the Democratic Party, but the culture mattered much more than partisan politics. They got this. People on the right generally say, I'll send 10 bucks to a Republican, I'll vote Republican, and then I've done enough. It That's mean not how it works, no, folks. No. It's not how it you works. you got to be involved. Dowd brought up the exact point what this means. Unless we act actually a cultural, and remember, we started by the Catholic Church. Catholic Church doesn't even exist anymore in the state. It's like non-existent. Nobody cares about it. They, they were selling off, like, oh, they went bankrupt, finally. Oh, what, what, uh, pass, the, pass the sugar. I mean, it, it's, about, it's about that noticeable. I mean, if yep. people are trying to get a Catholic education, you know, my kids are, are doing that. That's a little bit different. Um, you know, you're trying to get people in that environment. But by and large, you know, the Catholic Church, non-existent. My kids go to the strongest uh, Catholic, you know, school in the, in the entire uh, state. And yet you still have people who are within that organization who are pressing the governor's order due to the state of New Mexico. You know, the Catholic church used to be a much stronger institution than the state of New Mexico government. Well, what yes, does yes. the Pope have to say? Or what does the uh, archbishop have to say? Now nobody even cares. Most people couldn't even name who the archbishop is. 550, 500. Uh, let's see. Hector Valderas, CG aims to close sex offender loophole in New Mexico. We'll talk about that. I want to get to Virgin Galactic. I want to start talking about people who are running for governor in the Republican Party. Uh, there's some important things. Uh, I wanted to have Andy Lyman. It looks like we're not going to be able to do that until tomorrow. Uh, he's on to the story that was picked up last Friday with regards to Rebecca Dow. Um, you know, and, and by and large, I have to say this, that we have to continue to follow these things and expose it. I talked to Rebecca. Very impressed with her as a candidate. But you know, it, it's always Republicans who get investigated far more than the Democrats. This one, unfortunately, uh, for the Republicans, uh, has some legs. And I wish that it didn't. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, Republicans can only get things wrong like once and then they're called to the carpet. Democrats can get things all, all, all wrong every single time. And it's institutionalized. But because they have a D behind their name, you know, they're, they're raring to go. So uh, that's kind of where we'll sort of leave it. Um, we have a demon demonic Democrat uh, uh, party. Uh, anybody who, it, <clears throat> let's see, you cannot be, you cannot be Catholic and Democrat. You're lying to yourself one way or the other. Okay, so it just FYI, just I don't care about John F. Kennedy. He's dead a long time ago. Don't sell me your crap. I'm not interested in hearing about it. You just can't be both. Okay, there are people who have registered Democrat that aren't Democrat. I happen to be related to one of those, uh, but he did change his registration. And I will tell you, there's nothing more uh, against uh, Christ, in my opinion, than the Democrat Party, period. I hope that hurts every single Democrat Catholic out there. 550-50-500. That's 550-50-500 right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in back after the top of the hour news. Sorry for the long open today, but we had a lot to get off our chest. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. I'm a man of will and been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's soul and faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Me damn sure the fire. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. 
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. It's no longer about who gets to vote. It's about making it harder to vote. It's about who gets to count the vote and whether your vote counts at all. President Biden's comments in Atlanta, Georgia. Biden also calling for an end to the filibuster, as are many Democrats, when confronted by a reporter regarding a letter that was signed back in 2017 saying they would oppose changes to the filibuster when Republicans were in power. Michigan Democratic Senator Debbie Sabinow saying the times have changed. And let me say that as somebody who signed that at the time, we were not where we are today. We're, we're in terms of this continual abuse, really the tyranny of the minority using the filibuster. You're listening to USA Radio News. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu. And the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Save on your next oil change when you purchase five quarts of Pennzoil High Mileage Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter for the price of Pennzoil Conventional, now $26.99. Extend the life of your vehicle and save big with Pennzoil Oil and Filter Specials at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Plus, earn double O rewards points on this purchase. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Bank of America is cutting overdraft fees. They'll drop from $35 to just $10 in May. The bank also plans to get rid of non-sufficient funds fees as soon as February. President of Retail Banking, Holly O'Neill, saying the bank hopes to empower clients to create long-term financial wellness with the latest steps. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz is blasting the Biden administration for what he says is a double standard in prosecutions. He says the Department of Justice went after January 6 protesters while going easy on activists and rioters and looters who attacked federal buildings in Portland following the murder of George Floyd. There are a great many Americans who are understandably deeply concerned about the politicization of the Department of Justice under President Joe Biden. Cruz speaking at a Democratic-led hearing on Capitol Hill. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Chicago Public School students are set to return to school tomorrow after classes were canceled for several days over a COVID-19 related dispute. A proposal for CPS to resume in-person learning tomorrow has been approved by the Chicago Teachers Union's House of Delegates. There will be no classes on Tuesday, but teachers will report to schools for planning. Plans are underway to celebrate the Georgia Bulldogs with a parade on Saturday. The college football team scored their first national championship Monday night in four decades. 
They beat Alabama 33-18 after dominating the final 17 minutes. Quarterback Stetson Bennett was named the MVP for the offense, while Lewis Klein took it for the defense. Bennett joins ABC's Good Morning America to talk about what he's learned during this championship season. I think I learned that life's hard. Uh, you know, you got to work for what you want. Uh, you know, you got to bet on yourself, just like, you know, all you guys, and just like Michael and, you know, everybody here, everybody who's ever been successful, you got to bet on yourself. Um, you know, and other people might put in some, you know, change on the odds, but, you know, that that, that never really matters. Um, you got to work hard, love the people who's around you, they got to love you, and uh, bet on yourself. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Dot com second hour coming at you our number two D Dot Muska and I murder Mike at the bottom of the hour and Roku TV Amazon Fire Apple TV uh, podcasting on Stitcher Spotify and SoundCloud and then apping on RockOfTalk.tv and RockOfTalk.com I'll get to your texts uh, momentarily uh, yes folks ladies and gentlemen since the uh, mayor's race I have lost uh, thirty two pounds pretty excited about it and uh, you know yeah it's a little something to celebrate uh, here I think for all of us uh, and you know I will be talking about that I think. You know, nobody ever wants to hear about, um, honestly, let's, let's just think about this for a second. Nobody ever wants to hear about how well somebody is doing. Okay, let's just, let's be honest with ourselves, right? I mean, don't, don't you just want to punch me or, you know, flip me the burrs? Ah, you, you have a, of course. You, you. Uh, seriously, uh, I have to go buy new pants. My belt doesn't work anymore. I'm super excited about that. It's a good problem uh, to have, Eddie. <laughs> it is. Well, so the actual thing that I'm most, um, you know, excited about, and, you know, for those of you who are trying to do your New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff, you know, just get rid of the New Year's resolution. Be very forgiving with yourself. Understand that you're going to have to move in different elements first. One of the things that happens all the time with people is they try to do everything all at once. Oh, I'm going to wait till the first, and then I'm going to literally do eating, sleeping, exercising, uh, working out. I'm going to do it all at once, and I'm going to stay on that, and then, you know, the wheels fall off, you know. I mean, it falls off pretty quickly because you're, you, you can't train the human mind, the body, like all these things that way, you know. I used to get to this thing where I would constantly go into circles, and after I'd fail on a Wednesday, I'd say, oh, I'm gonna, I'll just kick it back again on Monday and kill the rest of the week before I just started killing the rest of the week for the rest of my life <laughs> right you sort of get yourself into a position where you're like well i don't really need to do it at all i'm just good just who i am i'm gonna love me for me and all that kind of stuff well if you love you for you and we're in this COVID 19 environment well what do you want to do you want to try and take care of yourself we're finding out that the people who are sickest amongst us are who right fat people old people the sickest among us are, are the sickest among us, basically. <laughs> but generally, by and large, uh, people are as happy as they want to be and people are as healthy as they want to be. Make a choice to decide to do that. I think that that's, you know, imperative that you do that for yourself, for yourself. 
Not for anybody else. Not for, you know, your kids, not for, you know, your buddies, not because you're competing, not because you want to look like some, you know, favorite, none, none of our, none of our listeners really like in, or really enjoy any TV. I think, I don't think that they're, you know, going home and fr- stirring up the Netflix. And a lot of people are going to, you know, Bible study or they're going to church or, you know, they're spending time with their kids and their families. You know, you're not going to get any more out of life by watching other people live life in some sort of made for TV drama. Like you're just not going to get any more out of it. So, you know, you want to do this thing for yourself. So whatever you can do, whatever little thing that is, shut up about it. I mean that in all sincerity. There's a great little app that I have, make little habits on it. And I just press the button and I'm like, okay, I got that done, got that done. Make little checklists. You know, first week I got that thing done one time, seven days in a row. Okay. It's like making free throws with my kids, right? You know, one to make five in a row. There's a reason why the entire team, because you want to behave as a team or you have to get 10 in a row because you can't leave until you get that much done. It's being task oriented. Purpose of athletics has zero to do, zero to do with preparing you for the National Basketball Association, the National Football League, the NCAA, a school scholarship. I don't care about any of those things. The idea about having kids involved in activities is to socialize, is to see how they could work together in an active environment, and so that they can have a few wins. Personally, right? Mm-hmm. I had a little uh, word on my shirt. It said habit. That's what we're here to do. Let's create habits. Let's create habits. That's all we're trying to do. I ask them what a habit is, you know, right away, they know exactly what a habit is. Habit is something that you do over and over again, right? So what, what, ha- what comes out of habits? Discipline. You want to avoid any sort of, you know, downfalls mentally, physically, you know, spiritually? Habits, right? Read the Bible in a year. Do that. Do that. And that, that, that's hard enough, by the way, just doing the same thing every single day at a particular time when you can or just making sure it's off your list. You know, is that spirituality? Well, to a degree is if you read yeah. it and you actually ingest it and you you think about it and you ask yourself questions, sure. Or whatever it is that you do. I don't know, meditate, mm, I don't care. Whatever you do, it's a free, free world, free country, okay? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I misspoke, not a free In country. Principle. You principle. will take the vax or you will lose your job. Sorry about that, apologize. <laughs> Anything but free. Well, Eddie, it's very funny you mentioned all this because I, I was one of the reasons I, I was not late today, but there were other issues. I was stuck at the sure. tire, the t- tire place today. They told me they'd have me out right away, and that was you know, oh, three yes. hours later. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually reading "Eat That Frog" by Brian Tracy right now. This whole book is about habits and discipline and focus. It's a great little kind of pamphlet type book, but it's it's helping me make better use of my time. Now, a lot of you have created a lot of bad habits. Right. You know, TV, Netflix, you know, whatever it is, is that you do. We can't follow you for that. I mean, if it keeps you. If it keeps you going right. And you're good with it. Well, just finally inevitably get rid of some of the bad habits. But I think you want to get your point where you want to do something that's more desirable. Right. That's what you're trying to inevitably get to. Like I get on murder micro about smoking. So don't smoke. Maybe have three, now I get to two. I get to two, then get to one, okay? Just work. Don't be so hard. Oh, I, I, I fell off the wagon. Well, <laughs> everyone falls off the wagon. Okay? It's what you do. You're human. You can't help. Don't touch the fire. You're going to touch the fire. 
I mean, these are just things that inevitably happen. So anyway, just a little uh, for starters out there, folks, I just kind of want to put that out there and, uh, you know, you can do it too. It's really not that hard. And uh, it really just has to do with just doing one thing, one thing, one thing, then do one thing and two things, two things, two things, two things, then do two things and then do three, three, and then fall off the wagon, then go back and do it again. Okay. And you start over and you say, oh, okay, it's Christmas. I'm going to take a little break and just go easy on yourself. You're human. You're human. Okay. So if you've broken your New Year's resolution, get up on that horse again tomorrow. Just say, okay, well, I know how I did it, you know. Like, you know, alcoholism. You know, I know how that works, okay. I, I know I can tell what starts it and at what point it's it's a tipping point. And then and when it becomes the allergy of the mind and then the memory, and then you're just like, it's something that it's not supposed to be in the first place, right? Like, you know how, I know how to beat that. Right. And once you're an alcoholic, you can never not be an alcoholic. It's just something that's there. Don't touch it ever. You don't need it. It's not good for you. Right. But you want to get yourself to a point where you know it is what is triggering you, how you get to that point. I wrote a little funny thing today. I said, I, I congratulate myself on the Kim, Kim Car I congrat congratulate the Kardashians for being on the air for 20 years. Congratulate them. And I congratulate myself for never having watched one episode. <laughs> about never starting to do something no i mean that sincerely don't ever start to do it if you know that's bad just why why even go that way so i think we need to have more uh conversations about that you know how to achieve that together and and make sure that you offer some support for other people you know because you're for the first 10 days of the year and people are trying to get themselves to you know sort of across the river sticks so to speak and uh they can't do that if you're constantly getting down or dogging them but nobody's wishing for your success okay but i am but doubt is and good people are people who, uh, you know, aren't cynical and, and mean and crazy and, you know, narcissistic, you know, they're hoping they're pulling for you. They're pulling for you the entire time. Five fifty fifty five. Let me read some text. Uh, shall we do that? Sure. All right. Here's... Um, here we go. We'll start from the very top, the tippy tippy top. Eddie, I'm so happy for you to be doing well. You look great, and I'm really excited to hear you talk about your relationship with the Lord and encouraging others. As always, thank you for being human and you. That's the important thing, right? Recognize that we're human, we're fallible, we're going to fail, and, you know, it's not always going to work. 820 Havoc, smoke it by yourself, bro. I don't know what that is, but okay. Awesome, Eddie. I took charge and lost 25 pounds and taking responsibility for my health. There it is. I think that's the key. More than anything yeah. is yep. don't blame anything that's happening in your life on anybody else, which right. means that... Nobody else has providence over your life other than yourself. Pickles never go back to cucumbers. I don't know what that means, but okay. Remember Victoria Martins? I did, and we put her out there. Uh, just turn on the Rock of Talk TV, and you look marvelous, darling. Thank you. Very, very marvelous. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, preach, preach that, Eddie. It's absolutely disgusting. It's absolutely biblical what happened in Hobbes. Maybe the mother needs to be thrown in the garbage, hung publicly, and she gets to post bail. Unbelievable. I'm not horrible in shape, but I do have high blood pressure. I think I'm, I don't think I'm morbidly obese. Well, you know what? You're alive, you're kicking, and you don't have to be obese or fat or anything that you think that you could be, or maybe other people don't think that you are. <laughs> you know, give yourself a break. I think that's uh, good. No, Eddie, it's great hearing about your weight loss. I love hearing you talk about it. In fact, you got me on a diet the past seven days. Good. I'll help you. Okay. We'll encourage right. each other, okay? Um, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what to do if you want. If you want a program. You send me a little money, bit of money, I'll, I'll write you out something that you can do that you can't miss on. Um, you got me wanting to knock off 50 pounds. Wow. You got 50 pounds to knock off? That's great. Eddie Robert here, once again, in my knowledge, our illustrious governor, MLG, has said nothing about 
the horrific crime in Hobbs. Dr. Scrace is actually, I believe, in reference to New Mexico's safe haven law, but not MLG. I wonder if MLG fears alienating her hardcore pro-abortion base. Yeah, good point. Very, very good point. Now, the mother of Alexis Avila is defending her daughter, saying that everybody makes mistakes. They should hang her, too. Remember what I said. Let's go back to what I stated, okay? Every enabler in this situation also needs to be held responsible. Did you guys see what I'm saying? It's the morose sickness. If you voted for Biden and you like the lockdowns and you think that he's doing a good job, good riddance. I don't have a problem with you. You have enough problems on your own. I don't need, I don't need to wish you were bad. You just decide to do it for yourself. I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. Sure, you follow uh, the logic here, right? Now, the mother of Alexis is okay, that's interesting. Um, as long as natural immunity is not an acceptable alternative to getting vaxxed, any employer force mandates are tantamount to tyranny. They're not tantamount. They are tyranny. <laughs> Anybody telling you what to do with your life and then penalizing you because you won't do what they say? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, just like Dowd, uh, it, you have this great paternalistic, uh, you are not my father speech that I believe that you've given on more than one occasion. Not to me, but <laughs> just like, uh, who? how dare you decide to go ahead and rule over my own, my life, your life? Got you on the Roku app, dude. Cool. Amen. Eddie, the evil's here. I cried so hard when I heard about Hobbs. I'm truly happy for your weight loss. I keep trying to fast. Not easy. Uh, the key to fasting is not making uh, uh, food the center point. Uh -huh. The other thing, too, is uh, writing everything down, top to bottom. By the way, the Andy Lyman stuff and everything with Spaceport and everything, Dowd and I will have on tomorrow's program. So we are going to do all the drill down on everything regarding space point um uh, rebecca dow and all the rest of that stuff so we're going to get um all the information and we'll also be talking about the the jay mccluskey settlement uh, as well because uh, there's some interesting things happening in that and this is the month where all this stuff happens so uh by the way uh karen bedoni hour three today uh Eddie, wow uh, excellent yeah. yeah she's stopping in she's passing through she's uh okay. heading up to santa fe uh she gave a very spirited uh no, nothing intended by saying spirited for you leftists. Uh, Bedoni would never be upset me by saying that. Are you saying that because she's Native American? Spirited? What kind of thing is that to say, right? Where's hey, Red uh, Nation when you need them? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's offensive. After I heard someone was getting this, Nancy was getting 1600 and I said, oh, there we go, bang that up. And uh, then I'm going to play with my radio. I did, and I'm getting you so glad I'm in your station. It's the only one I listened to. Thank you, Eddie. And that lady called it. It was good as that. No New Mexicans on welfare have sold their soul to the government. All kinds of atrocities are ignored by those on the dole as long as the next check is in the mail. The check is, when is it coming? Yep. You know? Pull the VAERS data for all of 2021. Where is the peak on the VAERS data? Death by VAX. That is correct. Uh, pretty pretty incredible. Have you seen this VAERS data, by the way, Dowd? No. It's pretty incredible. You look at the VAERS data, you look at where people die. Yeah, uh, 60 to 70 people are getting vaxxed. It's pretty incredible. The Mexico wow. mom freed on $10,000 bonds since she didn't know she was pregnant. Uh, wow. Like New Mexico deserves every bad thing that happens to it for the rest of its life. As long as there's no justice for that baby, <laughs> as long as there's no justice for Victoria Martin. My didn't know opinion, I was pregnant. Okay. Didn't know I was pregnant. That's credible. That's a credible. Someone claim. should, someone should, uh, should, should uh, stitch her vagina shut. Is that funny? I'm not laughing. 
I, I think mean, you can make a, I think you can make a case that the women who uh, if no, you I'm, are, I'm dead serious. I am yeah, literally I mean, I, dead serious right now. As I make this statement, I think she should have her vagina stitched shut. Uh, I think I think the Norplant, you know, five year birth control thing. I, I don't have a problem with mandating that for women who have shown no ability to be a responsible mother. Uh, you know, I don't I don't have a problem with that at all. I think they put it in the shoulder or something, some kind of. And I don't mind being a man saying that, by the way. Right. I would. I want a feminist right now to come at me as hard as she possibly can, and I want her to defend to the death Alexis Avila and her mother. I really do. I want you to call into the Kiva right now. I want you to tell me how what a horrible, horrible person I am. I want you to talk to me about genital mutilation. I want you to tell me the worst possible things. I just want you to tell me how bad her life is. Please come defend her. Come and defend Alexis Avila. I would love to hear you talk to me about how what a t terrible thing I just said about her. Waiting. Waiting. Any of you feminists, any nut job feminists out there? You guys want to call in? Please. Love to, love to have it. Now I know why you're part of that uh, whatever group you are, Dowd. Huge turnout for Abby Johnson's pro-life walk around Albuquerque Academy. Ironically oh. enough, the day after that, pro-life movement is growing rapidly here. That's good, where it's going to start, folks. Right there. Right there. Keep doing that. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm not defending her. You're speaking as an adult male with all the experience you've had. Not from an 18-year-old teenager in his brain. We need to withhold judgment and try to understand where she came from. It doesn't justify what she did. <sighs> I just wish I wouldn't have read that. Uh, I'm truly happy for you. Let's see. China and North Korea so staple vagina shut. Do they? That's where you should send Alexis Johnson. Or, I mean, excuse me, Alexis uh, Avila. People are agreeing with me. They're agreeing with me on this. She should be hung in the street, period. Wow. <laughs> but this would be a, a normal way to react to this. I'm on the Planned Parenthood website right now, Eddie. The Norplant is inserted into your arm. It is 100% effective. It protects you from pregnancy all day, every day for up to five years. Uh, if you're a young woman who has shown no responsibility, uh, if you've tried to murder your baby, if you keep having children in a, in a violent uh, uh, environment, I have no problem with the state stepping in and saying, you, you, we're, we're just going to keep putting these implants into you. You can't have children. Uh, the left is now saying that there was no abortion clinic nearby. Oh, of course, that's the reason. Yes. Proximity of a uh, abortion clinic. Stockholm syndrome. A friend from California described its best. New Mexicolitis. As public health looked no further than an area formerly known as the southern border. Replacement migration. That's it. No other term applies in my humble opinion. Think of the child in the abortion capital of the U.S. Welcome to Einstein's Fourth World War. Savages while Soros and Schwab left. Um, let's see. Oh, that's you. Let's see. I'm concerned about their standard. Why do the unvaxxed have to get tested, but vaccinated do not? <laughs> that's an excellent point. I thought, yeah, you have to text the vaccinated too. Abortion clinic shouldn't matter if she gave birth to a full-term child. That's from somebody who advocates for children. I hear more cases from vaccinated than I do unvaccinated. Now it seems to me we're discriminated against unvaccinated people. I think the uh, term can be made that. I can hear you, I can hear you, I can hear you, I can hear you. And in Edgewood, I can hear you, I can hear you, I can hear you, hear you fine. Uh, yeah, I went on a free break. There we go. So many people as we started the show. 
there we go. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Murder Mike. No abortion clinic is, and this is from Marzadan. Seems like what they did in Hobbs, New Mexico, there's an evangelical center only, the closest abortion centers in Midland. You get this guy, Marzadan, uh, Tantric Mex, uh, seven hours. I, I'm not going to reserve judgment. In fact, I'm downright angry that I even read that. Uh, the story, pull it up on the Daily Mail. I mean, New Mexico truly uh, deserves to get humiliated on this one for allowing her out on 10K bond mm -hmm. after throwing a baby into a dumpster. Uh, Murder Mike? No, I, I, right? You can't even fathom this. No, I, I don't we need to reserve judgment for what? Game or bond or even offered it. I think that should have been a no-hold bond, period. My gosh. All right, here's Kevin. He's stepping in. Hey, I agree that we should do one thing at a time. It's hard enough to kick bad habits, let alone form good ones, when trying to focus on too many things at once. For the last two years, almost I've taken better care of myself in terms of diet, exercise, and growing my relationship with the Lord. I've fallen off the wagon, as you put it, but I've always gotten back on and kept at it. I'm happy you're feeling and looking good and encouraging others to take charge of their health for them and nobody else. Also, if women don't want to be on the responsibility of being a mother, they should not have sex in the first place. Alexis, Abstinence works every time. It does, 100% effective. Alexis does indeed... With the exception of the Virgin Mary, right? That was special circumstances. Special circumstances. Alexis does indeed the worst sort of punishment for what she did to her newborn. God bless you all in the Kiva. God bless you in the USA, Kevin. If she didn't know she was pregnant, then how can she ex excuse that there wasn't an abortion clinic nearby? Oh, there we go. The abortion. I mean, the the uh, the thing is, uh, it's it totally thrown out now. You can't make the argument about the proximity of the abortion clinic if she didn't know she was pregnant in the first place. Now what's her argument? Don't bring logic into the Kiva. We never use that here. What? <sighs> we gotta bring uh gotta bring more logic into the Kiva. Uh, I think that's the, the only way to go. So I there we go. She didn't know she was pregnant. Well, there it is. All right. Back after a quick break, uh, right here in the Kiva. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh when we return in four minutes, murder Mike uh, at the bottom of the hour to talk about the weekend and see what's uh, going on. Uh, all the stuff with spaceport and everything. We're going to do that tomorrow. Full show, three hours. And uh, Dowd and I are going to dig deep, dig deep, and uh, give you all of the data on uh, what is going on with regard to Spaceport America. Now at $9 or less, uh, <laughs> we told you is going BK. There goes my retirement. Yeah. <laughs> we were right again. Or I should say I was right again. You wanted to know where things are at and what is good to know. Always tuned to us uh, here in the Kiva. AM 1600 KIVA. ABQ.FM. Little give me shelter here on the Rolling Stones. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683.
Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York, in Dallas, right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal oh, shopping experience. And Matthew's Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. Hey, Grandpa and Stella. We need to get back to work. We are working, Ava. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work if you do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Ava, Ava, we we want a race. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com
All right, 532 here in the Akiva when the levee breaks. And uh, I'm sort of suggesting, I think, that it has, uh, to a certain degree, a lot of people with a lot of outrage. We're going to uh, talk with uh, somebody who's actually down there in front of the action, so to speak, well, where all the news is on that story, because you guys don't want to let this go, and that's good. I think this is uh, this is the right kind of outrage. Um, I'd, I'd love to do color-driven shows, I suppose, and I would never have to prepare and just throw a topic. We're taking calls all day long, whatever you want to man. By the way, Jim Villanucci selling cars at MNF, the king of the call-in. Uh, <laughs> hopefully his phone is ringing because, uh, you know, it's a Pavlovian thing, you know? I mean, can you imagine the phone's constantly ringing and then all of one day it's just like you got to wait for, you know, someone to kind of come to the car line. I, well, I, I, mean, only... I got to say, if you're if you're selling cars instead of working for KOB, you're actually performing a public service uh, because you certainly aren't supporting free speech and open dialogue if you work for corporate media at this point. There you go. All right, uh, caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Are you talking to me? I think I am. All right. Hey, Eddie, how's it going? Good. All right, look, I totally share your sentiment with, about this piece of human trash. But, I get it. And I said but, the same thing. I, 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 feel, I feel like you're setting me up for a but. Well, only because. Uh, well, but, I would, no, but say, just once, say but. I, I want to hear the but. <laughs> our but. Once we start saying the state can do something to someone. Right. They have the they should totally sterilize her. I get it. I'm 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 with you on one end in 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 it. But once you start saying that, then then, well, I guess they can go ahead and back. They can force vaccinate us because, well, we're putting everyone at risk, aren't we? By not being vaccinated. I mean, it's, it's well, well, I'm not, I'm, what crime am I guilty of by not being vaccinated? Please, please explain. Mm-hmm. How I we, am somehow. Are, this by is not George... vaccinated, we are putting everyone at risk. Are you for this being? Are you being sarcastic? Please, please tell me you're being sarcastic. I am. I'm absolutely being sarcastic. Well, I think you're. I think you're, I don't believe I'm putting anyone at risk by not being vaccinated. You're validating a logic that doesn't believe that. The, you're validating a logic that doesn't agree with the crime. Look, throwing the you're you're equivocating. I mean, like you you should take philosophy 156 over at UNM. Okay. You can just do all okay. sorts of syllogisms, and you can understand here. You're you're comparing two things that are not equal. Throwing a baby in the dumpster not, is not the same as running around unvaccinated that you're going to infect everybody. Okay, not to me, and not listen, Eddie. Not to me, and whoa, not to whoa. you. Why are you enabling them, or validating them on that side at all? Why even think because about? Because they're this? idiots. This is what you're dealing with. No, you are. I, I you're. You're. Yesterday, you're. You're I enabling that thinking. Listen, listen, we're on the same team on this, Eddie. I'm I know. Not, I'm are. not vaccinated. I don't believe in it. I think people are I, people are sheep, right? But listen, they believe that if you're not vaccinated, you are committing uh, the most atrocious sin against humanity. And if you, if that's all they need is any kind of justification. They are willing right now. They're they're ready to, to line us up and vax everyone up, and and just just on pure principle that we need to do what they that what they tell us to do. So I'm, okay, I'm let me, can I, having the state, can, giving the state any kind of power to, you know, you're, saying, you're, saying you're, this, uh, this girl needs to be, uh, needs to be sterilized. You are being way too like sympathetic to their way of thinking. And then you're thinking that once state has one power, it has state for any powers that it wants. And you're sort of making a, an emotional empirical. You, can I finish? I let you talk. Sure. Sure. Thank you. You're making this empirical sort of, you know, baseline blanket thing that, Whatever they can do in one instance, they can do in everything. It doesn't work that way. There's different levels of government for different types of things that we're, we're dealing with. The only reason why Michelle Lujan Grisham can even have a discussion, as I stated at the very beginning of the program, was what? 
Emergency Use Authorization Act, meaning that she don't have to put anything into law. So let's take a step back. Let's remove the emotion. Let's not validate that in any way and say that this is a completely logical solution to somebody who's totally illogical, completely insane, and completely irresponsible at this point. Throwing a baby in a dumpster is murder, period. Cannot defend itself in a black trash uh, plastic bag. Who knows what could have happened there? That is nothing short of no, a miracle. That, okay, then that, we just leave it there. You cannot compare right. uh, babies with something having to do with vaccination. I mean, you're no different than the liberals in bringing that conversation. I think Dowd would agree with me on that in sort of equivocating those two arguments. I'm not equivocating anything. What I'm telling you is that's you just the did. way that they think. That's what I know think. how they think, but we don't have to enable it by, you know, just a, or, or furthering their thought by saying, well, if you do this, then they can do that. No, it stops there. This is two totally different instances. You know, this is what, what you enable. I'm not enabling anything. If I'm, I'm look, man, I, I'm, I'm not going to validate you. Like we, thinking. we're not going to validate each other. Okay. We're not. And I'm going to tell you why, because you're clearly wrong on this. Just take a step back. Don't stop. Stop thinking about the government. Go grab a beer, hang out, go work out, whatever's going to make you feel good. But this woman deserves the very worst things that can possibly happen to her, period. And, hopefully, and, and look, hopefully she'll get them. There you and, go. And, I, and I think she'll get them in her own. Then leave it that. It's isolated. one way or the other without, without the government or anyone else interfering. And hopefully it's sooner rather than later. But that does, that's not up to me. And, and it sure I is up she to you. Out. And, it and is. maybe she should, and she should be, uh, you know, I'm fine with, uh, look, in a perfect world, I would I would sterilize a lot of people. I've uh, I've actually said I think they should give out free iPhones for a vasectomy. Boom, handled. You got you you got handled. I didn't really follow that last part. Dowd, did you uh, right, grab look, that? Look, well, right. you know, Eddie, I think just you um, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're waiting for me to validate you, and it's not coming. So, I mean, if they... I'm not, I'm not. Please, please believe me, Eddie, I don't need your validation. Okay, do I, well, I don't really care. there we go. Okay, so we're good. So we'll end the call there. And clearly, you're comparing apples to oranges. This doesn't work in this case. So there you go. I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm not going to say here and argue and belabor the point. Go ahead, Doug. Well, I mean, I think the caller really stumbled out of the gate by saying, once we start saying the state can do something to someone, uh, sir, do you live in America in 2022? Yeah. Uh, the state, uh, if you're wealthy, the state, the various elements of the state, local state, federal, take half your income. The state sends people to prison every day. The state fines people every day. The state requires fathers to pay child support every day. The state licenses business. You can't just decide, hey, I'm going to start an, uh, an airline because I have two hours on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, the state requires you to be registered, your vehicles to be regist registered. Um, I'm a libertarian. I'm about as close to an anarcho-capitalist as you can be. Uh, I pay my taxes. I keep up with my MVD registrations. I have to do these things if I want to have any kind of life. It's that, a little wait, late. Stop, stop there. That's good. So let me just, because Dowd's talking at a, uh, you know, university PhD level. So Dowd basically stated that he labeled himself as somebody who does not pay taxes. When he says as he's an anarcho-capitalist, he believes that the institutions of government do not deserve not one penny of his money. Then he came in and he said, that I pay taxes. And that's an important statement, right? Because it's not this blanket just because he believes in something doesn't believe that this is what he's going to do based upon where he's at. He understands where he lives. He understands what go laws that he's governed by. Don't make these things up that you can just go ahead and, and uh, anyway, the whole thing about flattening everything out and oversimplifying things is the point that doubt is, is clearly making here. Yeah. I, and I, and I was, I said, I was close to an capitalist. I'm, I'm, 
I, my view is like Grover Norquist. I want to get government down to the size where we can get it in a bathtub and drown it. Um, sure. I, I accept some government. I think that some government, it's like mosquitoes and stubbed toes and nasty mothers-in-law. There's just parts of life you're going to have to deal with in some level of government I'm willing to accept, not the level we have now. So I think it's very disingenuous. I mean, I, I took the callers word for word. Once we start saying the state can do something to someone, I'm a libertarian. Even I think the state from time to time can do things to people, okay? And that's the whole purpose of criminal law. It's not civil law where, oh, you broke our contract uh, to, to make widgets at our factory. Criminal law is where the state is stepping in for the populace at large and saying there are activities that we uh, cannot tolerate as a society. And of course, it could be a slippery slope, uh, putting people in jail because they won't take an ineffective vaccine, I think is an example of somewhere where the state would be completely out of bounds. If you have a mother who left a child in, in a cold temperature in a dumpster, don't forget, the only reason this child's still alive is because dumpster divers found this child. Right. Uh, it's If they had decided to go to a different dumpster that day, it's almost certain this child would be dead. dead. So yep, uh, exactly. listen, I, I've spent 29 Point three years fighting government. I will take no lectures from anybody about uh, caving into the state. All I do all day, every day is fight the state. But to say, uh, oh, once we start saying the state can do something to someone, the state does all sorts of things to all sorts of people every day. Okay, that's just the reality. And the founders supported that. Uh, the founders supported federal legislation. The, the founders participated in their state legislatures that made laws that affected people, that penalized people. So come on, that's a weak argument. I'm sorry. All right. So I want to say one other thing I think that's, you know, really important in, in all of this. You know, as we have these discussions, I think the point of reference should always be the event that's there, not to extrapolate outside of it. And I think it's sad at any point that we would go outside of this argument. We're talking clearly about a crime. Um, and in the case of crime, like here in the state city of Albuquerque, we should have as many police officers that are out there, regardless of what your philosophical bent is, on on uh, on on policing or depolicing, you know that more police officers who are able to do more things are going to lower crime and make a better city. That goes without saying. It's now proven. Why? Because the antithesis is true. Less police officers who can arrest will equal even more crime, more murders, more homicides. It's very simple. You don't have to be a Democrat or a Republican to agree to that, or even an anarcho-capitalist or a libertarian. You know that more police officers in the street equals less crime. So it's time that we as a society in the city of Albuquerque find it within ourselves to stop being so emotional and just say, you know what, this is something we can all agree on. Instead of turning everything into, well, Black Lives Matter, less police, give the black people money and Black Lives Matter, and uh, everything is going to just be hunky-dory when that clearly hasn't happened. And, you know, the misinformation and propaganda has started. You know, we're 10 to 15 years away from a full-throttle overthrow to communism here in the, in the entire country, much shorter than that here in the state of New Mexico, and you're putting up with it. This is the first place that you need to fight against it is uh, here in the 50th amongst us, uh, which, of course, is Nuevo Mexico. Murder Mike, sorry for taking so long and eating up so much of your very valuable Murder Mike time with 13 minutes of conversation about the uh, relativistic uh, connections of what a state can do if you decide to go ahead and uh, forcibly uh, uh, sewing the vaginas of of women who throw babies in, in into a trash can. But, you know, the punishment should fit the crime, uh, in my opinion. And in my opinion, I don't think there's a punishment harsh enough for someone who does something as that inhumane. A 
baby that can't even protect itself in a black. I can't say it enough times. I can say it to the top of the hour until it's like beaten into your head so that you understood what exactly happened. And yes, you are responsible if you voted for people that are more lenient or understanding of this uh, type of uh, frame of thinking. You're just as guilty as the person who actually did it because you cannot comprehend. You cannot comprehend the humanity and the depravity uh, that existed in a human being such as this. And her mom defending her, please put her away as well. Murder Mike, go ahead. Well, I was kind of curious why the parents were never brought into it as far as charges. You're going to have to get closer to the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was wondering. Well, there's no charges uh, for the, no. I mean, if we can, so let's make the relativist argument. I don't want to get into more of these. I just want the report. But I I, I understand your curiosity here. But, you know, if we're putting uh, uh, parents of children who decided to take a gun to school and pull it out and you're going to prosecute the parents, then we should prosecute the mother of an 18-year-old who decided to go ahead and have a baby and put it in a dumpster. Case closed. There we go. go. All right. You can't make a better point than that. uh, murder Mike, go ahead. Moving right along here, sports fans. Well, it was, I'll tell you what. It was a busy, busy weekend over the in the Berkeley uh, over the weekend. We, there was multiple shootings, at least one homicide, one stabbing, and several structure fires to report. On Friday night, a vehicle versus pedestrian fatality occurred at Spain and Academy. The, the pedestrian reportedly ran in front of a pickup unexpectedly and was struck and killed. There were no citations issued. On Saturday, things began to escalate with at least two shootings reported to APD. The first shooting occurred on Kentucky Southeast right at 2 p.m. The victim was an unknown aged male suffering from two gunshot wounds to the lower abdominal area. He was conscious, breathing, and taken to UNMH Hospital by Albuquerque Ambulance. The second shooting occurred just a few minutes after 8 p.m. in the area of Carlisle and Comanche Northeast. When officers arrived, they found a possible scene with several shell casings and a short blood trail, possibly leading to a vehicle which had left the scene. And in fire news, also AFR responded to, to, to two confirmed structure fires over the weekend, both on Saturday and minutes apart. At 2 p.m., AFR responded to the Amazon warehouse off West Central near Unser. There was smoke showing from the rear of the warehouse and units arriving initiated level one staging and began to investigate. The warehouse had already begun evacuation prior to the arrival of the fire units. The second fire was dispatched at 2.02 p.m. to an abandoned car wash on 2nd Street of Manal. Reportedly, there was an unknown number of squatters trapped inside a service room. They were safely removed from the dwelling by firefighters as they attacked the fire. And to round off the events on Saturday night, search and rescue teams once again had located several lost hikers on a crest trail. I can't tell you how many times this happens. At 9 p.m., New Mexico State Police search and rescue teams, six in all, began their ascent up the Lalu's Trail while several others took the tram to the top to begin the treacherous hike down the trail to locate the missing hikers. At 10.54 p.m., the hikers were located just south of Tree Springs. The two hikers were examined, stabilized, and taken down to a waiting ambulance. Sunday was relatively quiet with the exception of one carjacking and two road rage incidents, both involving the same vehicle and the road rage incidents. Then at 11.20 p.m., APD was dispatched to, the, to a stabbing at the McDonald's at Coors and Quail, Northwest. The victim was described as a 27-year-old male with several stab wounds just left of the armpit area. He was conscious, breathing, and transported to a local hospital. The offender was described as an Hispanic male wearing a red jacket and black sweats. Finally, Sunday, Sunday night, Monday morning, shortly before 2 a.m., a double shooting occurred in the area of San Pedro and Catherine, 
leaving one dead at the scene and another critically injured. So that's the next homicide for Albuquerque. And to round off the weekend, what New Mexico State Police report is a trespasser was struck and killed by a rail runner just after 6 a.m. The train was empty and headed for Santa Fe to begin the day's run when the incident occurred. And uh, statistic-wise, APD responded to 27 shots fire calls, two commercial armed robberies, and two armed robberies to an individual. Five DWI arrests were made and 23 assaults were reported over the weekend. 16 were simple assaults and seven were aggravated. Also, six burglaries were reported, two commercial, two residential, and two auto, as well as five reports of vandalism, four mental health episodes, 13 drunken disorderlies, seven down and outs, two road rage incidents, both involving the same vehicle as previously mentioned. And finally, AFR also responded to seven outside fires and 11 drug overdoses. That's the wrap of the weekend. All right. Mike, sorry for uh, poking at my nose uh, on the rock of talk.tv. That might be the first time I've ever done it. Said something, you know, kind of kind of in there. Just remembered that. I didn't even know that you would do No, that. you wouldn't. You didn't know because you weren't on the TV. And I just uh, flipped this thing oh. on. So anyway, oh, well, I just I'm wanted to apologize to our, our viewers there because they don't oftentimes get to see stuff like that on normal TV. See, that's how you know we're raw, we're local, we're there, right? Right, Dowd? Absolutely. You're on the scene as it happens when it happens. That's right. We'll take a quick break. Back to wrap the hour, your text. And then Kira Vidoni, hour number three. Dowd will step out and uh, he'll wrap the show, listen in, and, uh, you know, do his uh, little note-taking as well. You know, I got to tell you, I really appreciated today's conversation. I appreciate my ability or our abilities to, to go ahead and get out some cognitive clear thinking with some sound judgment. I think that that was out there. And I think we, we just need that. You know, I think we got to continue to talk about these hard issues because no one's going to spend that amount of time on here talking and marveling at just how horrendous uh, that particular, um, you know, that, that particular uh, uh, case was. So it, it is bad and things should be said about it. I'm tired of avoiding the hard subjects, I, the hard topics. I think we do that too often here in the state of New Mexico. Uh, this isn't the land of enchantment, folks. Not when crap like that happens. Uh, it's uh, pretty simple to say, and I don't care where you stand on anything. Uh, nobody feels good when we hear about stuff like that happening uh, right here in the Kiva, or here in the the, um, the state of New Mexico. Back right here in the Kiva in a moment, 5.50, back in four. On AM 1600 KIV, ABQ.FM, Talk.com. It's 
that's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live, on demand, get the top 10 news of the day, or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hey, It's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van Ness, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. text but uh you know a good hour there i certainly uh, appreciated that in the first hour as well don't forget uh we'll have any lineman we'll talk uh tomorrow more about uh the goings on in the state uh what's happening in the 
gubernatorial race. Uh, Karen Madoni has jumped into the Kiva. She's on the other side of the wall. We'll say a brief hi. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hi, I'm good. There she is. Uh, we love Karen. And uh, we're talking about her uh, gubernatorial uh, stuff. Didad Muska, uh, before we uh, wrap up, any final thoughts for you? Uh, listen, um, we have stopped judging people in our society. Uh, we stopped that decades ago. Uh, we embraced, you know, compassion. In theory, compassion is a wonderful thing. Uh, but like any other virtue, you can take it too far. And when we stop judging people, and I, I always return to that wonderful quote from a philosopher, I think he's at the City University of New York, Joshua Halberstam. Uh, Halberstam, when you refuse to judge someone, you refuse to take that person seriously. Right. Um, and it's infantilizing people. And the fact that we uh, there's a reason that ancient cultures, I was watching a thing about Pompeii last night, a documentary. There's a reason that ancient cultures long, cultures long before we had the criminal justice system had things like judgment, st stigmatization, shunning, ostracizing. It was because they understood that their uh, society crumbles very, very quickly when we don't have a sense of moral outrage at great crimes committed against each other, uh, particularly the young and most vulnerable. And uh, we're all, yeah, we're all mad. And maybe sometimes we get a little too emotional, but uh, that doesn't detract from the fact that this was a heinous act. And I, Eddie, I always think, you know, whether it's Victoria Martens or something else, you know, that we're going to finally get that slap in the face in this state. Um, I hope we got it this time, but the record doesn't inspire confidence, does it? It does not. Mass military medical cover-up, uh, Epstein ties to Vax, proof of microchips and more. Uh, always interesting to get into those things. Uh, let's see. Ha ha ha. Doubt is awesome. Yes. Sterilize or execute. You're absolutely right. You can't be a Democrat Catholic. You can't be a Jewish Democrat either. Oh, and the Jewish community has a lot to say about that. Metacognition equals uh, your own thinking. You are brilliant. Rock on, Eddie. Uh, what does it ever want to go over? Simplify everything. F, apples are apples, oranges are oranges. This is what people do. I mean, they they, they want to feel like a, they can have an opinion. And even if they're on our side and they're simple, you got to straighten out the logic. That's the most important thing. Sad thing for our state is that this is not the first time this has happened. A few years ago, a girl by the name of Katrina V. Hill left her baby to die in a closet. A couple of years, that same girl left a different baby she had in a part. An apartment. Most times she was let off easy. If we can't pull people like this away forever, their entire state government needs to be flushed and restarted. Um, Candlelight V Hill, Planned Parenthood at San Mateo at 7 p.m. Uh, tonight. Um, let's see. Okay. I do have to give one quick call. In fact, I'm going to do this right now. See if I can uh, do this and uh, get on with. Let's see if we can do this. Let's try to the number here. Um, whoa, whoa. All right, there we go. Oh, too bad. Too late. It's already there. Uh, let's see. We get Jill on the line here. This is what we do in a lot. Hi, this is Jill. Please leave a message well, and I'll call you back. There we go. So we couldn't get a hold of Jill, but uh, we'll try to, uh, you know, get a hold of that. Uh, uh, oh, let's see. Nope, she's gone. So there we go. All right. Uh, more stuff will continue uh, here. See, the world is crazy when people care more about animals than people. Yes, it is. I uh, would wholeheartedly agree with that. Let's see. Couple of my parish has been waiting two years to adopt, and she does this. 
Absolutely mm. ridiculous. Good I'd like point. to start aboarding liberals. Fair's fair. <laughs> the left logic says she should have been able to kill it sooner. That's, look at that. That's the other uh, logic uh, in, in all of that. Let's see. Uh, hi, you just got home from the rally in, in March for Life. He's very pleased to meet Karen's daughter there. She is gracious and lovely as her mom. I'm sure glad they're on our side. Great ambassadors for the cause. Uh, okay, let's see. I think we might uh, get her on. Uh, stay on, Dowd, if you would. We're going to see if... Uh, there we go. Okay, we'll do that. Um, that's kind of everything. So let's see if we, if we can uh, do this. Please be patient, folks. Uh, we'll take a quick uh, one, two minutes uh, on this. We'll wait for Jill's phone call. Then we'll kick off third hour with Karen Bedoni. As well, right here in the Kiva AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM. Unplanned expenses, inconvenience, stress, insurance hikes, and the list goes on, not to mention the lingering sense of being violated. Why risk it? You have an option in securing your vehicle with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. It's the answer. 505-550-4994. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Light. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994 2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Did someone say waffles? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for the Patriot Waffle, strawberry banana and plain Belgian waffles. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, Give Pablos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho. Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild. Ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. 
This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. I am very pleased with my car accident case that Caruso Law Offices helped me settle. I hope I never need your services again, but if I do, I'll come back. Thanks. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the new Medicare options. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Again, 505-350-3858. with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. D-Dad Muska and I, I think Dow's going to maybe stick on. Uh, we didn't get that phone call that we were looking for, and uh, that's okay. We got uh, Karen Bedoni's favorite song. There. She loves that song, and I remember it because uh, she is the long, tall, cool woman in the black dress, and she is here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, making her way through as she traverses the state, running for governor of the great state of New Mexico, hailing from Mexican Springs and Northeast Navajo Nation, and uh, Karen Bedoni, we love you. Thanks for coming in. And Akiva, how are you? Oh, yes, I am doing very well. I have been on the road for the past week, hitting forums all over the place for the GOP. And I just came from the March for Life, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you How for having me. How was that? That was great. So many people showed up. I was talking to, um, you know, tons of people. I had to get out of there so I could get here fast enough. Yeah. But it was good. And um, my daughter, Abby, actually marched with them. And she, um, she we love home. Abby. She's here. I know Abby very well. I know your whole family very well. You guys are such good people. And I uh, love what you're doing. And so what made you decide to run for governor? Well, I think it was a calling because honestly, um, when you think about the soapbox that you need to say what you have to, especially when you when in regards to corruption and right. all the horrendous and heinous things that we're really facing. I also see that there's a lot of candidates out there that won't say the truth or they won't. They're afraid to actually, you know, hit home runs and and, you know, and give it 
give it all you have, basically take the bull by the horns. And I kept trying to find someone that could represent me. And I felt, um, you know, it was deficient. I didn't find anyone that could actually echo the sentiments that I know was the truth for New Mexico. So I decided to get into this um, this race and if anything, at the very least, to push the envelope so hard that the diff different candidates would have to chase me and people would start to listen to us. Yeah, I know that people listen to you wherever you go. you got a lot of passion and charisma, uh, Karen, but I think uh, more importantly that uh, you want to make New Mexico a better place. Uh, tell me why. Yes. Uh, well, I have probably the most skin in the game here. My family has been here since before the territories came and the state was, you know, created. Um, Navajo people have been here since, you know, what we say was before time was time. And we feel like if we lose the state, we lose everything. And the same thing with the country. If we lose our country, we lose everything. And so now it's time for us to all stand up, all peoples, and to begin to work together and to unite to, you know, find the, the better America for the, you know, the best of humanity that we can be. And I will ask you, when we think about the last 21 months now going on 22 in a couple of days, uh, what has been the most impactful thing on you and your family? We know as a businesswoman, someone who is also in, involved in the uh, floral and funerary services as well, and then seeing what's happened in Navajo Nation and then the tyranny as well to help us understand things at your level, because I think you're probably one of the most impacted people that I know when uh, COVID-19 hit. Right. Well, even I was running in the con the congressional race for CD3. I couldn't even finish my race because I got double lockdown. I had to literally be smuggled out. Every of my weekend. Reservation. Remember? Yeah, every, yeah. Even when we were hanging out. Yes. You come in and you're like, okay, well, I don't know when you're going to come in. It, you know, it makes it impossible because you couldn't rent hotels. No. You know, so uh, Karen and her family, uh, they were welcome over at, uh, uh, you know, what, what would you call my uh, a house in it was a home. Navajo? Oh, <laughs> one. In your, yeah, your whole one. There we go. I just, yeah, I always love or, that. When or you your have, kin. Yeah, yeah. you're 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 easier as your kin. Yeah, and I yes. think that was it was crazy for you. Right. And so I literally had to get into my husband's plumbing truck and put on my hard hat and pack my bags in the plumbing truck so he could drive me to the border. And then I jumped from another vehicle to another one. And then we had to make our way out because that's when they shut down Gallup and I couldn't even get on the freeway. Escape from Mexican Spring. Yes. No it, running water. No. Uh, but a lot of running uh, uh, CD3 candidates running the heck out of there just to try and campaign. Right. And it was really difficult. And in that process, I ended up losing. We lost two businesses because we had four and we were you know, working hard. We lost two of them. We ended up suing the state and um, MLG. We won, but she is um, writing checks that the state can't cash. So now we're in a, um, you know, a no win situation. So we've lost so much. Um, we still haul water. We still cannot tap the water, um, the water table because, you know, the government also controls everything. And so you're looking at how the oppression and suppression is now touching you um, in, in off the reservation. And this is what I've been talking about since my, my run from CD3 is that these policies are old policies that the Democrats have revamped and renamed, and now they're applying it to all of America. So here we are. We are now faced with the Green New Deal, the 30 by 30, the 50 by 50. Um, you know, they're, they're coming after our food. They're going to starve us out if they have to um, so that we can be in compliance. They're going to disarm us. We saw this with the last election, the red flag bill, you know, it goes down. And then the medical 
um, that's a big part of Indian country is they always keep control of the medical situation. We're seeing it now. They made us sick. They infected us is what I believe. The same thing happened with smallpox and different things happened to our tribes. Indian country already suffered the experiment. It worked. Now all of America is a new application. The last part of that leg is the education. They will always keep try to keep hold of that education, and we need to set that free because the indoctrinated minds of the young are easier to control. And so when you take away freedom and you take away the understanding of self-resilience and independence, that's when um, our country will fall. So I am on a mission here to stop these policies. So I'm continuing the fight right here in our state. And I believe that the governor's seat is the big, the greatest seat that we need to defend because we have to be the, the strongest soldier and the last soldier on the field of federal overreach. And we have to be able to carry that shield of the Constitution and a sword called the Tenth Amendment. Michelle Lujan Grisham has ruined the state. How? Oh, she has mismanaged us into a prison. And that's what it feels like. She has mismanaged either that or she's really ignorant. She doesn't understand what she's done. Um, we pray for her daily and for forgiveness. And hopefully she can find her head because I don't know where it's at. If it's she a know, believer. I don't believe she is. No, no, because she's pushing, um, you know, abortion. That's the first marker, too, is murder. You're, a, you're, is. A, you're a believer. You're out there at the March for, for Life. And right. I don't know if uh, you know what I have outside. What you, you said it was one of your three books. And. Back on uh, April of last year, I don't know if you remember, you and I, and I ordered myself my founder's Bible. Right. That's everything. Yes. Now, I've got me reading through it. The Bible is history, and it's tremendous. Uh, right. Tell, tell us about your faith. Right. Well, I am a Christian. I am a uh, God-believing woman. And what we believe in our tribe is that um, the creator of, you know, of everything is God. And when they administered and they came and they brought the church, it was so easy for us to accept it and accept, you know, Jesus and the way that they were teaching us is because we already knew. Um, the way we look at it are we are a conservative tribe. We believe in life. We believe in all these things. It was the democratic policies that kind of confused everything. That's what we're looking at right now. But my faith, I am a praying woman. I walk with God daily. And that's what I'm talking about is I couldn't sleep when I decided to go home. And I'm like, I'm just one woman. After my last race, when 2020 happened and we were all heartbroken and the, it felt like the flag fell. And we didn't really know what to do. Then January 6th came and it just seemed to get worse. And I thought, well, I'm only one person. What am I really supposed to do? So I figured I'd go home and just, you know, try to pick up the pieces. And that's when I couldn't sleep. That's when it started to, um, I believe it was God, you know, wake me up. Look here, Karen, you can't sleep. And then Samina started. And then when I got out on the campaign trail again, um, miraculously, I do sleep like a baby in these hotel rooms. And that's how I find my peace is by being out here and fighting the good fight. I know uh, pro-life is important to you. Your faith is important to you. Yes. Let's talk about the policy of the state of New Mexico. We just increased the budget by $1.3 billion. Uh, we had a uh, tremendous uh, outlay in the first couple of years. Uh, she ate up the $2.1 billion uh, that was there. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, this woman's got an appetite for money. And, uh, well, it's not surprising given, uh, you know, the Wagyu beef and uh, the $800 carpet care uh, bills that are coming in. Uh, she's unconscionable, and uh, she got an additional $27.1 million from the federal government to bail her out from her bad decisions to make it seem like, hey, she's pretty good at managing uh, our state government's money. Uh, you know, I think this is probably the biggest thing of all is uh, being a steward of uh, your money and not to, mean, not to mention a steward of the uh, money of the government. 
Right. And I think she's more focused on um, the the state of New Mexico being a business, a for-profit business, and they're taxing the heck out of the people to make this business move. And now they're also pulling money from the people again to the federal government. And every time the federal government gives you money, it comes with strings attached. It's called red money, restricted money. It'll never be free money until it passes through small businesses. And we are the only saviors of that economy. So right now, when you're looking at what she's done, she has no idea what it means to actually be the steward of the, the wealth of the people that she needs to release us into freedom so that we can begin to make our own money if we have to go to bartering because you know the dollar is now worthless then so be it but we need to be able to move our economy the best way that we can and we need to free up the people to do it and i think small business is the way and i still say it as i said it before if we can get 14 percent of our population up to the entrepreneurial small business ownership and we all hire one to two new mexicans we could literally wipe out our unemployment rate and that's what I still believe. And so that's what the freedom rests in. So I believe that Michelle Lujan Grisham has no idea what she's doing. She doesn't understand the, the, the hard work and the effort and the callous hands that go to actually providing for your family. I think she's been um, feeding off the system for so long that she's become absolutely um, numb to it. Well, I think uh, for, for the most part, when you think about this, and I got people who are texting in right now, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, we ran the Impeach MLG. And I think all those things uh, still hold hold true. Everything that she's done in terms of her mismanagement and her malfeasance, you know, illustrates uh, the depths that uh, she'll go to to rule the state with an iron fist right on down to the Emergency Use Authorization Act. So let's move there because I think that that's important part of keeping us hogtied, shutting down non-essential businesses, which you went uh, after your business, but kept the big box stores open, places like Walmart, the places where uh, it was spreading uh, coronavirus, I guess, uh, was spreading, uh, was out at the big box stores, not the small businesses. Help me understand uh, that Emergency Use Authorization Act, as you understand it, and then uh, couple that with uh, how uh, she treated uh, the state of New Mexico uh, small business owners. I think it was a... Um uh, she took that whole author's emergency part of it to use it just to basically wield a, a, an iron fence, like you said. And the big box stores were all given a, a pass, a free pass, and they made so much money off of us, off of our fear. They did. And and I don't think that, <clears throat> and it goes back to the grocery receipt tax, how much was really there and how much did they were they forgiven, how much did they not pay into it. And then you look at who made <clears throat> you know, excuse me, who made, um, you know, different, um, I guess, agreements and um, I scratch your back, you scratch mine type thing. And that's all I saw was this big box store and government moving um, for itself and, and making so much money off of the people when we all just needed to, you know, get from day to day, you know, point A to point B. Um, the small businesses are the ones that really, um, you know, suffered because you have to understand when the people have money and the people have the power to make that money and to move the economy, the government ha doesn't have much of a, um, a say so in it and so the freedom is what they were after is what i really saw it was total, total control and it was showing um total carry characteristics of communism and that's what i've always said um and it was about control and and i didn't see this in the whole virus thing i understand that people were afraid and we didn't know a lot at the beginning we know so much more now yeah so and well, we, you know i'm unvaccinated and you are unvaccinated there you I, go. I, and you did get covid and you got the antibodies yep so you're sure totally did. fine i remember well, you even went to my rally for uh, right. maya that was out there right and at after. that point you had the coronavirus so yep. you know i was like i walked right up to karen and i walked her up got right in her face right <laughs> did i go home and uh start uh, dousing myself in holy water and uh, praying for 
extreme unction because I'm going to be dead? I, I hope mean, not. Yeah, of course <laughs> not. I mean, it's like, we looked at each other. We, we were like right up nose to nose. And, you know, Karen and I are sort of cut from the same cloth, uh, which is one of the reasons why probably some of the Kiva Light listeners like her and why some of your supporters might even like me and why all of our people uh, love you, Karen. You've been on this uh, radio station for a long time. And in fact, you're getting lauded by a number of our uh, listeners right now who are all texting in. Karen, talk about the state food distribution every other Thursday at the OK Casino. And what is that all about? Say it again. The OK Casino, uh, every other Thursday food distribution in Navajo, uh, I guess, in, in OK Wingate, maybe? Casino, do you know anything about that? No, no, no. That's up north on this side. That's Pueblos. Okay. Okay. You know, that, that's not from my tribe. But we do have food distribution things happening on our reservation as well. That's also, you know, it's the same thing with um, giving um you know, socialism out. That's what it is. And But we need to be able to open up our economy so we're not doing things like that anymore. But it's keeping people in the home, keeping them scared and keeping them um, from making a living. And so people don't want to work anymore because now it's become so easy to stay home. Yeah. And I think that's what it's doing. And, and so the socialism part of it, and that's what they've always done to Indian country. And so that's what's happening now. I just got my notice, my don't swear notice, by the way. I made it through the entire day without swearing. So uh, I get to check that off my box as well. Remember habits, you know, re resolutions. That's important. Uh, Eddie, I love this woman, a warrior. Uh, I'd love to war beside. Well, that's pretty good. Wow. Karen, you Thank go. you. Yeah. Thank you. 5G, my butt. What's really going on? Let's go deeper. You talked about 5G. I think I did mention that. Yes, um, I, I, I've kind of read up as much as I could and what I can find from the, you know, different sources and, and, you know, professionals and to think about what it really is. And when you think about how you can stick a magnet to the vaccine, wherever your, your, your place, you got, you know, the shot and you stick a magnet to it and you wonder, and you go into deep into um, what the body's made of. Um, we were just having this conversation, actually, um, Joshua James, who's running for sheriff. And yeah, good title. guy. I really like him. We were talking about um, how God made us from the earth, you know, in our tribe, we believe that we came from mother earth. That's why our skin is brown. Um, and he was talking about the clay and how you know god formed can you can clay. you go back and say that more slowly please and okay. more emphatically please <laughs> please uh, uh, dowd listen in yeah so so um biblically we were talking having this conversation in the parking lot we were talking about how man was made and um we believe in the navajo people we believe that we came from the earth that's why we're brown um we came up from the ground and this I is actually it. the fourth world we're in we're in the crystal world oh, nice. and and he was talking about um in biblical forms the same way that the, the, the god formed us from clay and so in those parts of it were minerals and then you go into the scientific parts of it and the minerals and stuff that can break down that clay and so we're thinking about it we're wondering if the vaccines is part of this whole um, process of it and people want to call us crazy and conspiracy theorists but when you scientifically do the research and you see what it can do these irons and these heavy metals that they can break down in your body and cause inflammation and cause you to be sick and that goes right back to you know um a sick Indian is worth more than a healthy one. A dead one is definitely worth more than a live one. Now it's now flipped into the big perspective of America. A sick American is now worth more than a healthy one. And a dead one is definitely worth more than a live one. That's why the funeral industry is so high. And when I look at this and I was fighting through the medical systems, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, um, I've always been fighting to keep my uterus to me because you know what? They were trying to sterilize us years ago, back in the 70s, the Native American population. So every time you have a baby, they want to know if you want your uterus removed. Just like getting your hair colored. You know, you know what? Do you want your uterus 
removed or your well, eggs. They give you a hysterectomy right yeah, after yeah, yeah. your. And, and it's up and it's it's a, it's an easy procedure. This is what was happening with uh, what is the Navajo medical uh, thing? Oh, Indian Health Service. IHS, it's actual right, federal. Yeah. It's across the country. Did you know about this, Dowd? I'm I'm curious. Oh, yeah. Were you aware yeah. of that uh, situation? Well, you know, I went up uh, before the world ended. I went up and saw a film called Ama. It was up in in Santa Fe. And of course, it's produced by a bunch of left wing folks, but it's about and I'll read you from the the website uh, feature length documentary which tells an important and untold story the abuses committed against native american women by the united states government during the 1960s and 1970s uh, removed from their families and sent to boarding schools forced relocation away from their traditional lands and most importantly of all involuntary sterilization this went on even up into the 1970s it's one of the right. reasons that i think that our whether you call it, you know, First Nations or tribal people or Native Americans, whatever the indigenous, uh, you know, uh, the, the names cha change a lot. But I think there's no better example, I think, of the of the evils of big government paternalism than what's been done to uh, our Native peoples in this land. And, and, and it's funny because when you talk to people coming out of Cuba or Venezuela or people who were alive in Eastern Europe 20 or 30 years ago, uh, you know, the, the, the most violently anti-communist people you'll ever meet are, are, are people who lived under communist rule. Some of the biggest critics of the welfare state that I've ever met in my life uh, come from our Native American Indian community in this country because they've seen it and they've lived it. Yeah, and we still live it. So we're at 152 years later, and this is what you get, a woman running for governor because her voice is not being upheld by any politician. So I'm a people-tician, and I refuse to, you know, let them define me that way. But I'm going to stand here with the people as an American. But what you're saying is absolutely correct, and thank you for that. Thank you for um, knowing that. That's beautiful. Well, I want to say a couple of things uh, very quickly here. Karen has been somebody who's cared about the state for a long time when she says she's for the people she's right there next to the people big gun rally that you helped organize last year uh up in santa fe actually now coming on two years at the end of this month hard right. to believe 2020 has become 2022 uh that quickly of course stephanie lord was there and a number of other people who were kind of putting this together but there was a good you gave the convocation the prayer there was a good 13 1400 of us right. that were out there and right. then you saw that you know michelle Lujan grisham was in the roundhouse standing up and she was coming after those gun red flag gun laws uh actually passed 30 of 33 sheriffs stood up against it. Uh, finally, Manny Gonzalez came in the last day. You might remember that, that Democrat that uh, all the Republicans supported. I mean, first and foremost, life, liberty, and the pursuit of property and happiness. We have the right to preserve that. Right. It is a God-given right. It's not Fundamental given. Law. It's not given. We have the right to protect ourselves, and that is given not by the Constitution, not by anybody. It's given by God himself. Right. Fundamental law. And that's what we function on. And even in our Navajo culture, and, and that's why I'm bringing that here, because it resonates and it lines up with conservative values. That is our, the fundamental law. You have the right to be happy and to make a living. Anything that impacts that should be illegal. Yep. Is this not America? All right. Let's talk about CRT, because uh, this is something that I think you and I probably have the most ability to sort of probably talk about. I would say to tear it up. Yeah, yeah let's not, do this. But, but let's <laughs> I, like this is where you and I we're pals. We're boys because we don't care much about this stuff. We do. We hate critical race theory. We know that racism is, is uh, implicit. I think in Black Lives Matter, certainly Antifa uses it as a tool, which is why they are co-opted uh, by uh, you know uh, Black Lives Matter uh, in everything that they're doing from terrorizing. Minneapolis to downtown Santa Fe and Albuquerque, New Mexico. The toppling of those statues, you saw that, of course, uh, right. over the Oroñate, 
and I saw what they're doing. And then you've just seen our culture completely come across. I like to talk about Sopapia. You're the Sopapia. We're the honey. We put it together, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but somehow we're now telling these kids that, hey, we have to apologize for things that happened 350, 400 years ago. The way that you reference it is you oftentimes talk about, hey, we were here before New Mexico was a territory and we welcome in and you're a Christian. And that's what Spaniards brought in. We brought Christianity here and uh, we were here loving Jesus Christ. And we got together. You, uh, I guess you could say you guys kicked us out in 1680. We were back in 1693, getting along, building families. and uh, Well, we have the same um, last names in our, yeah. our tribe. And so we did um, intermarry. Um, we did take, you know, husbands and wives back and forth. So we were always here working together, even though our tribe actually um, influenced the treaties. I'll give you that quick a little bit. Oh, tidbit. thank you. Appreciate um, that. The, the Mex uh, Mexico wanted to give up um, the territory here because of those crazy Indians. They're just too wild. The Navaja were just too much of a tribe. Wasn't there, uh, I think in Mexico, they had some Indians too. I'm not really sure. Well, yeah, I, think, yeah, yeah. They have... I think Mel Gibson uh, did a little thing. I think they chopped heads, watched the moon rise and, you know, sacrificed uh, hundreds of thousands of people. But hey, what? well, we're crazy, whatever. Yeah, so that we, we were able to influence the, the, the territory to be given to the United States. So that's part of our tribe. And I, I was happy to know that um, when we start to research the history being taught on the other side. Because you want to see the both sides of the coin before we just start, you know, pushing for our side. We want to make sure that we are all not impacting another human being. So with that being said, CRT, I actually did a video of this on, on YouTube. So you can go there to KarenBedoni.com or BedoniTel com and go find me on YouTube. I did a video on this because I was asked the CRT question is, don't you feel better that all these statues are being ripped down, Karen? What kind of an Indian are you? Wow. And they what asked kind of, me. Isn't that offensive? Yes. Just what type of Indian are you? Yeah. Are you a sold out, you know, Custer Indian or are you the, you know, the holistic one. And then that was such a crazy question for me because I said, well, you know what, let me get back to you. And I went and traveled to Taos, New Mexico. And I walked into, um, uh, Kit Carson's home. It's a museum now. Okay. And I did a video on this and I walked mm -hmm. in there and I walked among his things in his home. I looked at his tools. I looked at his gun and I had to actually sit down there and figure out how does this make me feel? Am I offended? I want to cry. Do I, am I angry? Do I want to burn down his house was one of the questions they asked me. And no, I needed that house to stand another thousand more years because I need my children's children's children to stand there as well and to say that we have made it. We have made it through everything, the change, the understanding of one another, the history. And do I want the history to be erased and changed to make me feel better? No, because I am no victim. Second thing is I want to go back in there as governor of New Mexico, as a Navajo, full-blooded woman, to stand there and say, yes, we made it through. And I do have forgiveness in my heart. I looked at his tiny little jacket. Oh, he was a tiny little man. And I thought, you know what? I can forgive this guy because I'm a big woman. I'm going to stand here and say, we made it. And it takes that understanding of becoming a victor and, not, and refusing to be a victim. And I wasn't born in the 1800s and I didn't suffer like my people did, but I do carry that tragedy, but I do not require it to be victimization on my children or myself. So, I think yeah. It's a, yeah, I think that's important, I think, for people to start realizing just, you know, how we view ourselves. I right. mean, you know, the uh, whole invitation of people coming back after Pope, I mean, that was part of the, you know, the the need for a connected spirituality that was already meshed at that point. Right. So it's amazing that Red Nation can shame it. And uh, it's amazing that Red Nation continues to see those people instead of, you know, I mean, the Native Americans here, 23 different tribes, reservations, pueblos, 
here in the state of New Mexico as victims when we take such pride in everything. Yeah, I am no victim. I'm a warrior here. And, and so understanding that CRT and you bring it to the modern time right now, I don't, if I believed in CRT, I would tell you because of what happened to me and the tragedy that that governor's seat is mine, that the, you know, the people that supports this, I need to have that seat because I deserve it you know, because of CRT. That is not right. So I am running a race as an equal with any human being that wants to enter this race with us. And I'm running as an American. And that is the beginning of ending CRT, because I don't believe that we need to be recognized through the state to identify who we are. But when you go home and you go home to your home, you know, you took your culture and you eat your sopapillas and I eat my fried bread. But we, we are prideful in our homes. But I don't think the government needs to enter that part to define who I am. Uh, what kind of Indian are you, Karen? Uh, that is a, a very insulting question. So are you an Indian that hangs the uh, Christian cross in your in your house or are you an Indian that, you know, reserves and preserves the uh, cultural tradition? You can have both. Yeah. Well, I am Dene and I am a God-fearing woman and I stand underneath that flag as a Native American woman. But I always stand as an American first um, out in public and then with everybody else. Mm -hmm. I am Navajo when I go into my home and I take my place. And being a Christian woman, I take a place next to my husband who also, you know, wears the, you know, the pants in the family. And he, he, we have that understanding. So I don't go in there with feminism and, you know, and pushing that all over the place. But no, yeah. my home is very peaceful. It's very loving. And my family is very well-rounded. You have to know your place and be able to move within those realms. If not, you are, you spin out of control. Let's talk about crime across the state. Uh, and certainly here in the city of Albuquerque, you no doubt are aware of the 129 murders we had in the yes. city of Albuquerque. Yes. And then, of course, uh, you know, Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to make this a staple. It's going to be her number one imperative uh, going forward. I guess the other three years was spending, spending, spending and spending, uh, but not on anything that would prevent crime. Uh, there's been this uh, across the country, Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis, you know, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico and a number of other cities uh, to disempower the police departments. Your thoughts, viewpoints on all that? I have read and studied um, the whole um, trying to get into the uh, the police force here in New Mexico. Um, we need more support. I've talked to the police officers and some of the upper ones that were, you know, this police association. I've, I've talked to the president and he was saying that they don't have the support and even the processes of keeping the police departments clean. They can't separate the bad apples from the good apples sometimes because of policy. They just don't, their hands are tied. And so the, our departments are deficient because um, now um, police officers are, are scared to even touch their weapon or to enter into areas because they could be, you know, taken and sued, you know, and, yep. and they don't have the support or the protection and it's ridiculous. And just, I'm running out of words here because my brain is so full and there's a lot of passion here, but we need to beef up our police um, force. We need to give them um, the, the power to do their jobs without fear. And the second thing is we need these laws and we need better judges so that we don't have to keep slapping the wrist of these criminals and having revolved doors they need to understand that if you do the the crime and of course you do the time but the same thing goes and then you start moving into the realm of this this little baby that you were talking about earlier yeah. in hobbs Sick thing, huh? yeah yeah it's i really think she should be facing the death penalty yeah, because it's, it's 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 a human being i can't even believe right, right there you have so much support uh certainly for people here in the kiva but people want consequences and that is not something that's happening we got to stop this uh mealy mouth uh, understanding and milk toast approaches to things Right. So that we can be seen as being compassionate. I mean, that just has not worked. Let's take a couple of quick calls. Uh, caller in for Karen Bedoni, gubernatorial mm -hmm. candidate. Go ahead, caller. 
going once, going twice, caller, caller. All right, we lost uh, lost the caller there, but uh, there you go. Um, okay, so we talked about crime. We had, we had trust. <coughs> we are uh, 48th in the, the nation uh, right now, currently, if I'm not mistaken, uh, D-Dad Muska, uh, when it comes to our, our economic uh, development. I'll let you uh, gear this question, and let's talk about capitalism. You know, open borders, closed borders, uh, all that type of thing, which uh, you endowed might be on the opposite sides, but I think it'll uh, implore a lively debate uh, amongst you two. So let's address that. And then, of course, uh, prospects for the midterms overall with uh, Kieran Bedoni, Dowd Muska. Go ahead. Yeah, Karen, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, one of the, I think, the great deficiencies, and they have, there are many, but one of the worst with the Republican Party in this state is they have really gone uh, whole hog all in on this, what they would call pro-business policies. Uh, those of us who really support a competitive marketplace, uh, economic freedom, understand that these are not pro-business policies. They're basically cronious policies where if you're in the right business, if you've made the right co- political contribution, if you have the right economic development study showing that you're the hot industry, uh, you can get all kinds of special treatment. Uh, this has proven to be, I think, it's well-documented by myself and others, uh, pretty disastrous in New Mexico. And I'm wondering where you come in on that. Uh, you know, I was talking about paternalism a, a minute ago. The government, uh, a, a governor on the fourth floor or legislators, many of whom have little or no experience in, in, a, in, a, in, in the private sector, sort of picking what the right businesses and industries should be for New Mexico. I think the record's extremely poor on that. And I think we really need to lean more toward regulatory reform, tax cuts, a right to work law, and that kind of thing. Where do you sit on that issue? I think I sit right with you. And I think you need to be wearing a Bodoni tough cap. Because (laughs) exactly what you're saying is um, they force feed us what they think we need and have no idea what we really need. Um, Because they've never owned a business. They've never had to deal with the overhead or the gross receipt tax that we completely need to do away with, by the way. Um, But as you look at a competitive market, it actually is better for the people when you have a better product and the quality is better. And then you start to drive prices down because you want to sell your product. It helps inflation and it helps from monopolizing um, different aspects of it. But yes, I, I believe what you believe. And I think the free market is, is a big part of it. And that's part of freedom because when you establish that, you have self-resilience and independence and you can begin to raise your family the way you see fit. And that's where I'm coming from. Now, the policies that they do, the, the, the bureaucracy and the crony that you talk about. It's exactly how they run campaigns. They want to say, oh, this person raised enough money, so therefore they are uh, more important. So we're going to endorse them and then we're going to um, give them our nomination. And then, you know, they want to put them on their shoulders and parade them around. But that's creating absolute corruption because now they're selling us out. So now they're selling favors. So when you look at these, these candidates that are raising Uber dollars, it's like, what are you really raising this money for? We are so poor in the state. And where are you pulling that money? If it's from out of state, great. But what are you really going to spend it on? Because no one's talking about that either. But they think that the price tag on these candidates, it means their quality or who, what they're going to do for us. And I don't go out asking people for money. I don't do it because I don't think this is a money race anymore. I think it's about the people and the grassroots. And I have been in enough kitchens to tell you this, that we need to be able to stand up on the dollars that we make. I want people to keep what they earn. I want them to make their 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 lucrative um, bank accounts for their family so they can also take care of their children's children's children. Children. And that is the American dream that needs to be blind. But yes, and you sound like a libertarian. Are you really? Are you a libertarian? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> All right. And I have a libertarian. Only for 29 quote. years. You know, I only have a short, <laughs> short career. Well, you know, yeah. the other element of that is, is 
uh, and what we do here, and I think it's a legitimate complaint from people who are trying to really engage in real economic development in New Mexico, is the quality of the workforce. And I, you know, I'm not someone who thinks that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't judge people based on how many degrees or how many letters are after their name. Some of the dumbest people I know have multiple graduate degrees. Amen. Um, but but the uh, and, and some of the smartest people I'd want to be on a desert island, island with, you know, barely made it through high school. But the the issue of uh, what we bring to the table as workers and our skill set. I, I never talk about education. I talk about marketable skills, and that's not the same as schooling. Those those two can be very, very different. I do think there is some legitimacy on the issue of, of workforce development and workforce quality. But again, here again, the Republican Party, we have a wonderful issue uh, with school choice, which is massively popular, particularly in what some people call the minority communities, You know, allowing people to get out of the school district, the money follows the child, education savings accounts, letting parents sit down around the table with their children and picking out what, whether it may even be homeschooling, it may be Khan Academy online learning. Um, we just, we know the Democrats are bought and paid for from the education establishment, the teacher unions, but we also on the Republican side just don't see much on school choice. I'm, I would make a prediction that I think you're probably for education freedom. <laughs> Absolutely. And I believe the money should follow the child. So if the school's failing that's important. Them and uh, you move. Yeah, that's an important distinction to make. Money shall follow the child. That is literally stripping the Department of Education of control of the resources and yes. you get a chance to redirect. And we've seen with the shutdowns of school, just how important it is. Sorry to interrupt. I just want no, to make that perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's perfect. And that's exactly what I'm looking at is because that freedom, but also the child, uh, we're not talking about the development of the mind as well. And also the heart. Um, no one's taking these things into consideration because right now on, on, in the rural parts of New Mexico, the school system, the one, the blanket one size fits all um, education system is not for New Mexico. And just like no choices. I mean, no. we have to have choice in school. Right. And I also believe that some of the most conservative and and, and most amazing um, young people out there have been the ones that have been given the choice of what they want to do when they grow up. Exactly. And uh, like, I really believe that even at 14 years old, you should be able to go work for a small business owner and you should be able to get credit there, especially if you want to become a welder like I did. I would have loved to work for the one of the most professional and, you know, um, masterful welders that was in my community. But because I couldn't spend that much time him because I was busy sitting in class that I, I could have been a better welder. I could have gone under welding if uh, underwater welding if I wanted to and those are part of my dream parts of it and so I know what it is for these kids to sit in school and just feel like they're just wasting time and they're very depressed and so we want to be able to give that choice to them and other kids they love school so I'm not going to take that from them either but I think that the the freedom and the choice needs to be spread um, and opened up and I think that's where happiness is, is when you are not stressed out or forced final words from Karen Bedoni gubernatorial candidate you can go to Go to BedoniTuff.com. Is yeah. that correct? Or even my name, KarenBedoni.com. Either one, you go to the same place. And then uh, B-E-D-O-N-I-E. -E, uh, there she is, the one and only Bedoni Tough. Final words from you, and uh, where will you be tomorrow? Right. Well, I am finally heading home. Um, I've been on the road for almost a week and a half. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to go see our President Trump, and he's oh, still yeah. my president. 15th, huh? Yes, I'm going to be in, in Arizona, and they invited me over. And I want an Emmy. We want an Emmy for our um, Long Walk and Socialism Did you video. really? Yes, in a liberal awards I um, wish I could go. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I did so many Trump events last year. Yes, I and mean, I, was I was there. I was, yeah, yeah. So. And so I'm hoping to just have a good time and really be able to connect with the Arizona side. Mm -hmm. But I want New Mexico to know that I have never left you once. 
even in lockdown, even when they invited me to leave the state, I stayed locked down with you. You did. I fought hard for our president and our rights and also this flag. And I will never leave you because this is my home and I'm here forever. But I want everyone to know out there that I'm in this for the long haul. If it's not this race, it's going to be the next race and the next race. Because guess what? God put me here and gave me this voice and gave me this mind and my heart and my soul. And I ask everything, each and every one of you out there to be blessed. And dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to please be, be with everybody out there who's listening to my voice right now. Let them know that we're here together in New Mexico. And I pray for each child, each orphan that's out there that wants a home. Let them find it. Heavenly Father, I ask you to please be with the ones that are sick and ill and take care of them. And please bless us on our journey and all the candidates out there and let us all find our footing. I say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love you, Karen. Thank you so much for coming in. Your spirit is here and uh, your passion is palpable. This is a great woman and leader. I have tremendous respect for her, Eddie. Uh, Eddie endowed January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it was a successful coup on the other side. It's always the Democratic Project. Uh, Democrats uh, project what they do to conservatives. Proof is Pelosi and General Milley uh, colluding before Trump left. Who benefited? It was the coup of billionaires who took over free speech, mandatory vaxes, et cetera, et cetera, giving trillions to big boxes, big farm, big China, big tech. And of course, I'm sure the big guy got his cut. That would be Biden. Jesus we need more of Karen Bedoni. Please watch upon her. Mrs. Bedoni, should you talk about CRT? We did uh, that. Feet of clay and iron. You like that, yep. uh, no doubt. And then just sent an email. Okay, got that. All right. We're going to take a quick call. Uh, I believe this is Jill from Southern New Mexico. Jill, how are you? Um, oh, no, it's David. Hi, David. I thought, I thought I had. Go ahead, David. Ask uh, Karen Bedoni a, a question. Show killers coming to top off the show here the last two minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Karen. It, I'm getting feedback, so if I talk over you, you'll have to forgive me because I'm hearing myself loud in my face, but I'm going to keep talking, and then I'll, i got a question for you. So if I say one word, you'll know exactly where I'm going. If I say ikwa, you know what that is, right? No, I can't hear you too good. I, I, ikwa. Ikwa? Indian Child Welfare Act. Oh, yeah. He's, he's an Ackerman. Okay. I went all the way to native language, man. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Okay. I got it. Okay. So that's, that's at the table. What, what Ikwa was doing in, in my assessment, I'm not, I'm not speaking for Indians because I'm not Indian, but I'm speaking as my observation of what's going on. Ikwa was used to, to traffic uh, Indian children out of the Indian community. It's a form of genocide, and it was a, it was a, it was used to help destroy the Indian community as well as make money off of these children. And you can probably add a few things. And now let me. So now I set the table with that. And before before I ask you to respond, let me say first of all, my resume is I won a unanimous decision from the New Mexico Court of Appeals saying that my children were illegally trafficked by a lower court judge, M. Monica Zamora and John J. Romero Jr. And my question to you is. Uh, is uh, what is your awareness of these problems that 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 uh, uh, orbit the the problems of uh, that ICWA was intended to solve and the problem that I just laid out to you? For instance, I said goodbye to, goodbye to my children on July second of two thousand and seven, not knowing I'd never see them again, and I've never seen them again, despite the fact that I won a unanimous decision in the Court of Appeals, and there's problems with CYFD, which was never involved in my case, and there's a bunch of other problems with that whole thing. So wh where are you at on parental alienation issues and everything surrounding that? And I won't talk over you, but I'd like to stay on the line, please. You can stay on the line, but we're at the end of the show, David. You know that. It's 645. So take, you can, you can hear it, uh, but I've got to cut to the next thing. 
that's a lot of it's preamble. Lot to yeah, so go ahead and do that. I'll and do as fast kill as this. I can. Yep. Well, okay. From my understanding, in on the in, in Indian country, uh, Indian country, we do not have an adoption agency or any of any kind. So anytime um, crime happens or um, domestic violence happens, and there's a child involved in this whole thing, um, CYDF comes in right away. And what we found out is we are hemorrhaging children like crazy. We cannot track them and we cannot find them once the state takes them. So we are also. Um, Part of that process that you're talking about is really um, severe, and I believe it is child trafficking, because right now I have some of my biggest supporters down south who have lost their grandchildren, and they cannot find them in the system, and they're not allowed to make contact by, you know, the judges that they actually did this. So these are policies that, are, again, impact and injure the people, and those are the policies we have to revisit and also take away um, and, and revamp so that it actually works for the people. Again, I'm here for the people. So what you're talking about is something very near and dear to my heart, but there's more to it, and it's a lot to unpack. All right, good stuff. Uh, David, I appreciate you calling in as always. We enjoyed David's uh, participation. We could have gotten into more, but honestly, we got to wrap the end of the show. Dowd, I'll let you. Oh, you know what? I think I just got rid of Dowd. No, there he is. Dowd is still there. Uh, Dow top five from the Rock of Talk chat, sir. Yes, uh, Rock of Talk chat, ladies and gentlemen, subscribe for less than twenty cents a day. Number one, City of Albuquerque employees told to prepare for the vaccine mandate. Mm. I think we covered that in, in today's show. Uh, two, I did, I did a little, I played a little trick on the on the on the readers today. Uh, flying discs spotted in Grant County. Um, it wasn't what you thought it was about, folks. It was about disc golf but you know I, I sometimes I have fun with our readers. Uh, number three was the UNM COVID booster requirement. The deadline for that is nearing, so more insanity on uh, uh, the booster. The booster. I'm sure it'll work this time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, number percent uh, boosted and vaxxed at the uh, University of New Mexico uh, Penitentiary. Unbelievable. Uh, number four was actually an interesting article from Right to Life News. Great organization, you know, piggybacking on what we're talking about. 63 million uh, abortions since Roe v. Wade, an appalling number. And then finally, number five, you want to talk about uh, maybe saving some of New Mexico's economy. The International Energy Agency says that coal power generation is going to hit a record high in 2021. Yeah, While our politicians coal. are trying to destroy coal. <laughs> Not trying, they did. 2045, yeah. it, is, it is certainly coming. Uh, Dow, thank you. Karen Bedoni, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into the one and only Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA ABQ.FM com. See you tomorrow at 4, 4 p.m. IVA Albuquerque.